Ladies and gentlemen, what's up? How are you doing? This is Weekly Games Chat. Of course, this is the world's greatest podcast about video games. Uh, be glad you found us because we're amazing, right? And we're also very humble, obviously. My name is Sean. This is episode 376. Not only can you catch us on the wherever you just downloaded us from or you're streaming us from, you could also catch us on twitch.tv. You would go there and you would search for Weekly Games Chat and you could see what we look like. We probably don't look like what you think. And by <laughs> and by we, I, of course, I'm, I'm, I'm saying there's more people that I got to introduce and we will. Let me remind you, these first few minutes are what we call our intro. If you're new to the show, if you're not new, you already knew that. So what's up? But he was giggling and he looks great today as always. I don't get to see him, but on Tuesdays, he, he limits himself to me. Um, his name is John. And hi, John. I'm scared to see you every day because I don't want you to get tired of me. I, I don't want you to get tired of me. And Sean, I'm sure that I look exactly how people <laughs> picture me. I mean, look at this. Look at this face and then listen to the voice. And they're like, it's like, yeah, that 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 makes sense. It's that's a check. Yep. 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 Check the check the bot. Well, we uh Let's let's just say that our so if you were to be in Twitch and we will we will bring up Twitch chat, you'll see some things like uh well this is one of our moderators right his name is Acid Sugar and he said we all three look like Richards <laughs> and then SM Country basically followed up and said small Richards and if you're a fan of the show you I, know what they're saying I am I am Irish. And John just confirmed it. Yeah. If you're not a fan, if this is one of your first times, you will you will know what this means sooner than you realize you will. Uh, and now it's time to welcome our buddy Chris, who, uh, you know, he's amazing in his own right, right? You know, today he kind of looks like Steve Jobs with his black shirt on and you can see his beard and stuff, but... <laughs> You know, he kind of does. <laughs> Only with the black shirt. But how you doing, man? Hold up your iPhone. <laughs> I don't have it by me. <laughs> I think they're saying we look like Dick Nixon's. What? 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 <laughs> <laughs> how you been, Chris? It's good to, to see you again today. Right? <laughs> again. Uh, I'm doing okay. You're doing uh, okay. That's good. Yeah. Uh, the Just baseball playoffs have started, and and before uh, the show, Chris was letting us know how some games had turned out. Ha <laughs> The Braves lost the first game Ooh. to the Phillies. We don't know how that ended up playing out. We don't. We don't know. You Shots know? fired. Uh, <laughs> but uh, Chris is rooting on in the American League at least for the Mariners. They are up on the Astros as we record. Who knows how that's going to turn out? always like when we do that if we ever have sports that are live because it could totally change and we're done recording we don't know stay tuned <clears throat> but since <laughs> since we are in the vein of sports if you will um oh, vein i love veins. i do except for in shrimp they got to pull those veins right on out for me to eat them um this is known as hate week for chris and myself and it's not the kind of hate that you think ladies and gentlemen of course we don't condone that but this is uh as we talk about college football and, and this is Chris's topic, but if you listen to this show, you know who Chris and I kind of root for on a collegiate football level. And so this, this will quickly make sense to you um, as this will be coming up as a third Saturday in October. So Chris, I will, I will shut up now and let you explain what you mean by your intro topic headline is being called hate week. I hate Tennessee. 
<laughs> they low down. They no good. They snitches. I hate Philip Fulmer. And now whoever that new idiot's name is, I hate him. I hate that stupid stadium. I hate that orange checkered audience. Who the hell does that? Who, who has, who has, who has, who has yeah. a seating chart based on, you know, what color shirt you got to wear? You, you don't know how to put on your shirt of your colors? I think they give you a shirt, Chris, when you walk in. I, I don't care what they do. Seat. It's stupid. <laughs> no one likes I, them. I, Rocky Top is the worst song in college football. You're supposed to say Rocky Flop, Chris. That's what us bammers say. We say so, Rocky Flop. So, mm. Chris, as a Star Wars fan, you know that hate is the second stage yeah. of yeah, the yeah. process. It starts with fear. I, I do not fear, fear. Tennessee. Unless finger, Bryce is finger, not ready to finger. go, then I might fear Tennessee. Fear leads to <laughs> anger. So is uh, is Tennessee, I think they're ranked eighth. Is this the, the highest ranked team Alabama's faced so far this year? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think so. Yeah, probably so. I guess it'll, I guess it'll all start to get, get good yeah, for everybody. Yeah, it all gets... Not yeah, that well, it hasn't been good already. I'm sure there's been a lot of surprises, but well, well, with conference conference play is important in college football. You know, you try to schedule out of conference games, and usually, you normally schedule those like years in advance. Like, uh, we got a tweet today. If you if you follow like the university, like Chris and I do, um, we're playing Minnesota at a home and home in 2033 and 2034. So like like right now we do it we have no idea what they're gonna be like in that year. You Row know, the boat. There might be still rowing the boat. I don't know. <laughs> I but doubt it's it. gonna um, it's gonna be fine. It's gonna be it's, it'll be fine. But yeah, it, it's probably fine. It this is known as the third Saturday in October for both schools. It is a traditional old school rivalry. It's been very lopsided over the last fifteen years. Oh, they play uh, every. Did they play every year? Mm-hmm. They will play every year, even if they're talking. This realignment may occur when Texas and Oklahoma comes to the SEC. But they're one of the theories is that they'll still have natural rivalries, and they're they, they they potentially may call these things like pods, for example. Yeah. So Alabama will still play Auburn. Georgia will still play Auburn, um, and stuff like that. So it it'll always be a thing. If it's not, it'll be kind of weird. I think the um, rumored pod for us is. Alabama, Auburn, Tennessee, and Vanderbilt will be together, which it works for everything, right? For all those rivalries. Yeah. It, it, who knows? Uh, so much is going to change in college football. Mm-hmm. They're going to do the playoff. Playoffs. Playoffs. All, all of that stuff's going to happen, so who knows? But we are excited. We're also nervous as, as Alabama fans, and if you follow the sport, you know what we're going to talk about. If you don't, then you're like, I just kind of wish they'd get past this. We're sorry. What in the absolutely God is that? Never mind. I don't, I'm not going to touch it. I don't know what it is. But our um, the starting quarterback for the Alabama football team may or may not play, and that's going to play a big part in this game, I think, potentially. Probably. But we'll see. We'll see. We got some boys that are ready to play. They're ready to play us, and that's what college football is about there, John. I've heard of it. <laughs> I've heard of it. No, I You've uh, also I, uh, I, I slept through the Georgia Auburn game and watched the Alabama game. That was a good, <laughs> that was a good game. Uh, that was that game. I very rarely stand up and you know there's awesome videos of people who are unhappy with their sports team and they will holler at a TV. I I don't do that. I I've been known to stand up in front of a TV and watch it. 
I've actually done that with Chris and our friend Jeff at Jeff's house watching games. Um, and amongst each other, we may be frustrated, but I very rarely alone stand up and say things out loud. And that game had me doing that because it was frustrating to watch. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, something, uh, for, speaking from somebody who <laughs> knows less about football's tactics amongst the three of us, personally, it didn't make sense for Texas A&M on the two-yard line to throw like that. It seemed to make more sense for them to run the ball. That was my favorite play of the game. That was a good play, and I was having flashbacks. (laughs) Uh, Clemson and Alabama played in a national championship game Mm -hmm. a few years back, and they also passed. They ran a version of what they call a pick, where as your routes are being ran, one of your guys takes out a defensive player, so you kind of become open. And with only needing two yards, the ball just has to be right there. Uh, but apparently, the, the the defensive player that was fielding that play heard Texas A&M, co- his, the coach, was saying the name of the player they threw the ball to. Jeez. So it was almost like in the heat of the moment, Jimbo Fisher didn't know that our players could hear what he was saying. I think that player's name was Nate. So he was saying, Nate, 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 like that. Because time's run. They had to go. Like it was... Yeah. Do or die. After the game, I just exhaled. I did not really celebrate. It almost felt like a loss. I got to be honest. Um, But that's just from being a fan. We look, I I, I say this the most humble way possible. If you're a fan of, if you like the Yankees, Alabama, for example, uh, name name a team that you kind of see where I'm going. When teams play you, they play you the best possible most of the time that they can. Um, and yeah, it, it's, it's just one of those things where you're kind of, you got a target. Hey, Georgia had their moment too. It was, you know. Oh, did you watch that game? No, the the Mizzou game from last week. Yeah. No, I, um, I was at my dad's house and for some reason they couldn't get the SEC network. You 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 told that last week, I was, I was refreshing Google like constantly. (laughs) like, is this? Right, because that's what we brought up that I look like the coach. I remember. Now. I will say that they did warn, like some commentators were warning Georgia about Mizzou because they had like a, it's like they had a similar defensive strategy to, um, what was that team that they played the week before? Oh, uh, Kent State. Kent, Kent State. State. They had a yeah. similar defensive strategy. And, and that's, they said, they, they that said, school's named after you. <laughs> only I, only we know what that means. Nobody no knows what you mean. <laughs> don't say anything else. Uh, but let's get let's keep it on you, John. Uh, and, and when I say this, you you say you want to talk about backlog. Oh, You're not gosh. talking about like dropping deuces in that bidet. You're talking about something. Well, completely- as it happens, I'm currently <laughs> sitting on a toilet, mm, um, <laughs> trying to back this out. This is rough. It's all tarry. And anyway, no, I um I've been trying to uh <laughs> I've been trying to uh keep to my commitment. I don't know if you guys know this and maybe it's detrimental to me to have I remember this now that you're that saying I, it. You just that reminded I made me. a commitment to finish more games this year and here we are. October. And it's hard, do, man. Not only do I have I consider I have three games at least that I that I need to finish that I've currently started. One is Horizon, played about literally 5 minutes of that. Game's amazing. Um, Elden Ring, which I played ten, terrible about 10 POS. Hours, don't play it. <laughs> and Ghostwire Tokyo. Now I finished Ghostwire Tokyo, 
The problem with Ghostwire Tokyo was like, man, I really want to platinum this. But I'm like, no, no, <laughs> don't do it. You got to move on. And then I look at, I then I look at October, which apparently is um, God's way of saying that he hates me. We got Scorn on October 14th. We got Plague Tale on October 18th. No, no, Scorn October 14th. Plague Tale October 18th. Mario Rabbids October 20th. Gotham Knights October 21st. October 28th is Bayonetta 3. And now, in this moment, I realize I have to play a game called Asteragos Curse of the Stars that came out today. Because it looks awesome. I was going to say, why do you got to play that game? Yeah, it, but that's a luxury. Um, I just want to remind you and everybody else, like there was a time where we were like, what are we going to talk about? Like, we were literally winging it. We did our best. We are professionals. And I've just let out a secret. Uh, but we, yeah, we got it. And that just means. Do we? <laughs> yeah, it does. Uh, I would be sitting in a corner in a straight jacket. <laughs> yeah it's it's gonna be fine plus i'm very they said, plus they said gotham knights platinum trophy is a doozy like it, it well, why would you want to why would you want to do that that's not the question you should be asking the question <laughs> is why wouldn't you want to platinum gotham knights i mean you're not right platinum trophies a lot of them they got crazy uh and this was, they started a, a long, a long time ago, really. I should, they, I should, I should, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say they started introducing like you had to be online to do multiplayer stuff to get the platinum. And that can, if you end up getting a game late, you miss out on the hype of who's playing it online with you, but you still, you'll never be able to platinum that game. Well, I half expect to play Scorn and go, what the hell am I doing? Right. Um, but it's free. It's on Game Pass. Plague Tales on Game Pass. So that's two out of the four. Two out of the six, unless Asteragos is on Game Pass. Please, God, let it be on Game Pass. That'd be <laughs> nice if it would be. Y'all should check this out. I'm looking at footage. Of you it. should stop pushing looks- that game on me live at a recording right now. It's really This cool. is something Chris would do. <laughs> Why are you Chrising me right now? That's it's, a verb, huh? It's Yeah. Chris funny. is now a friend, Chris. <laughs> it's funny because I've been hung up, like you said, like, you know, a minute ago, you're like, remember, like, you know, couple of weeks ago we were like guys what the hell are we going to talk about and i'm just like imagining you and john having this conversation and every five seconds i'm just floating by with an nba 2k 13 or <laughs> yeah, I can, guys i'm here i got it it's, uh, it's in it's in the bullpen fellas I, every game except for that bootleg one that you mentioned right at the end i'm definitely wanting to play so much so that i i and Chris can remember this. I have messed up because I never played Plague Tale, the first one, right? I meant to earlier this week, too. Like, I was like, I was going to do you the favor of like, buddy, you're running kind of out of time here to play. I Plague start. Tale. I downloaded it and started it. I, I made it to the, so this is not spoiler territory. When you first start the game, you're like on a hunt with your dad. And then you're at a barn. I made it to that barn. I think it's a barn. Maybe it's a residence. I'm kind of there. So you're at the It's beginning. a very weird game. <laughs> vibe is kind of like what is going on so i'm gonna i'm gonna push that down and get it going do it because i want i do want to <laughs> i do want to know what's going on just make on. the next two weeks of your life uh plague tale no i mean it's it's it's, it's not a long game though is it it's well i'm saying the first game then the next one next week i would say 60 percent of it's kind of a walking sim 
Yeah, and, and it's, not that, it's not that in depth, it, but it's freaky. Yeah, yeah, it's freaky. yeah. The, the rats, dog, the dude. We had a dog. Them. We don't have a dog anymore. <laughs> what? There was Early a on dog. in the game, there's a dog with us, and it's running around having fun. We're having fun with a dog in the woods. We're hunting, and then all of a sudden, there's a carcass of a dog. Oh, I forgot. Thanks, thanks a lot, man. Thanks a lot, Sean. Well, I got to tell you, you're not wrong, and I, I hate the fact that I didn't get to play Ghostwire Tokyo with you because that game looked like I wanted to play it. But uh, to round out, for the conclusion of you know the intro, if you will, I'm going to have a conclusion for my story. So you guys, um, I, I brought up, and I think some emails may even allude to this, You know that I do have my PlayStation 5 back. Currently, it's loud, but <clears throat> my friend and I, the guy who's helping me out fixing it, um, I've I've got a wish list of these things. He didn't even know these things existed, uh, and he's very excited about them. Is he putting rims on your PS5? Yes, they're going to be spinners. No, some hydraulics. <laughs> but but he showed me when he came over the other day. Uh, my PlayStation would not boot up when he first gave it back to me, and it was because a now these cables, guys. I, I don't even know how to articulate it for you as a listener to understand it, but you need like needle nose pliers to grab them, if you will. Think of the game operation, right? Mm-hmm. And and to plug it in, it's so like my our, I don't even have big hands, but like even an infant's hands would have a hard time plugging these in, if that makes sense. So he he showed me where the issue was with the fan, and then he started talking to me about what he could do to where I could actually the fan could be controlled, like. He mentioned something called a DC current. I'm sure you all have heard that. And unless you know exactly what it means, you're kind of like me. You're like, yeah, I've heard of that. It's got to do electricity and stuff. Um, but he's got these modules and he put a, together a wish list and for about 18 bucks. He's like, dude, I got you. Order these. Send them to me. I'll come to your house in two minutes. This fan noise is going down to nothing. When this PS- Great news. When this PS- so that has been ordered. That is the last straw with that PS5. But... <laughs> Your PS5 is going to look like a modded DeLorean for Back of the Future. I've already told you I thought it was going to have one of those fans, uh, you know, the, with the little clicky knobs that you have. It's like a spin wheel you turn on a fan or a light with. That's going to be hanging out. It's not at all. It's not at all. It's not at all. It's tiny stuff. But roll the drums. We have collateral insurance. This is breaking news. This is John Berenstow, baby. What's up in the house? Oh, he bought there another one. Finally. He's got some insurance, baby. That's a Twitch exclusive. What's up? Just Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where'd Just, you find it? Uh, funny enough, direct PlayStation. Yeah, they <laughs> directly from PlayStation. They had uh, them last week. So Dang. so what happened was why didn't y'all tell I, me? It it needed he didn't even know. He didn't know I bought it. He he's just as with you. I couldn't tell you because I got to pull a John because John pulled out an Xbox on me. You know what I'm saying? So I had to pull out a PlayStation. You know what I'm saying? Fair enough. But, I got you. Fair but, enough. But uh, so I go on the PlayStation and I see. Um, so I'm following. So a quick plug for our Discord. Love if a good you want to, we we have a Discord for weekly game chat. It's amazing. Well, one of the other Discords I follow is a guy who is known to notify you of restocking. I saw that there was a new notification and I clicked on it, but I noticed that that he said that they would go live at PlayStation. Like at that time, it was four hours ago. I said, what's the chance, right? 
I go click on the PlayStation made me log in because I could you could only add it to the account the, to the your cart if you logged into your account and it was there. Mm. Boom. And I was like, do I do it? Do I do it? Do Chris I wasn't do? in the chat. So I talked to our friend Mike and he said, listen, man, I'm still going to tell you what's the rush. That's his that's his angle. Right. He's like, what's the rush? If you want to play it for God of War. I don't know if the listeners know this, but I recently found that I didn't get rid of my PS4 Pro. So technically, I could play God of War. Another thing that I wanted to do was play PSVR 2. I got to the first part of next year to get that figured out. So he's like, slow down, pump the brakes. So I didn't. I had it in the cart to pay for it, didn't pay for it. A couple days go by later, and I see that there's another alert. Now, keep in mind, I had seen the tab at Best Buy where I had it in my hand. I could have bought it. I didn't. It was in stock at PlayStation. Another website Chris does know about, it was called Ant Online. It's out of Atlanta. Uh, they were having bundles left and right. Our local GameStop guy, Ricky, we, you've brought him up on the show before, so loyal listeners will know that name, Ricky. Ricky said, was like, hey, we're going to have bundles this coming up Sunday. However, FYI, yeah, you should be able to get one if you get here at opening, but two, uh, they're going to be bundled like six hundred and fifty-five dollars. Yeah, yeah. That, that was just sitting. I did. I don't need Horizon. I already have it. The bundle that you can get now is with that. I was kind of determined in my own little way that if I was going to buy it, I felt like fate was on my side and it would be just a standalone console. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I go back a couple of days later, and maybe even the next day. And it was there again. And I said, you know what? Order. And and it's amazing because you're a PlayStation Plus member, free expedited shipping. I ordered it on Thursday. It was here Saturday. And I ordered it like Thursday afternoon. And it nice. was here Saturday. Very nice. So it was nice. So I say conclusion because we now, we're good to go. We're good to go. Chat, listeners, everybody. Thank you so much. You have, you first of all, you've this has been a long running bit. There's emails and jokes about it. It's fantastic. We have a backup that I'm not opening yet. So you're what you are waiting to see what happens. I'm waiting because if because if I can if it actually is just normal, not a big thing. I already have all my stuff on it. My hard drives in it. My goal is to keep the old PlayStation right, but I have a backup that I know I can sell for face value, get my money back if I need to. So it's called an insurance policy. Cool deal. And it happened. So there's the conclusion, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to be playing God of War one way or the other. You know what I'm saying? Sean, because of, because of all this, I want you to know you are uh, incredibly attractive to me right now. <laughs> I don't know. The way you're just sort of planning and got the backup. Man, it's... Look, it's just... Check this out. Look at me. Right. Look at me, Sean. Sean. Look, look at me. Look at me. Look at me. And yeah, I started thinking about that too, Panda. Uh, in chat, our panda says that PS5 has baggage. <laughs> it, um, do. it do indeed. Yeah, it's, I started like, how much more money do I want to put into that other PlayStation? And especially when I got the backup, I was like, all I got to do is open this up and I'm good. Um, so Chris, when he sent me the wish list and it was like $16, I was like, I'll give it a go. Uh, Chris, Six, Chris, $16. You need, to, you need to stand down, Chris. You need to stand down. I'm right doing now. what is I think. Good I think it is. But you didn't do the greater than sign. You just said False. better than. False. Well, no, that's either. just the logic. 
I got, he, he logiced us in chat. But it's good to see everybody in chat. Uh, I'm going to call out some names just in case you, you as a listener one day want to be like, why am I not there? Uh, Panda, Heg, Acid, uh, SoFly. What's up, everybody? It's good to see you on Twitch. SM Country, good to see you guys. Good to see your names pop up. This has been our intro. I don't know if we got anything else. I think we're good on time. I think. Chris is like, yeah. Well, Chris, the stream did technically, you know, pre-stream. Everybody loves a good pre-stream. I love a good pre-stream. <laughs> Before. So uh, we'll pivot into the, I think it's called the topic is what's next, you know. Ladies and gentlemen, we have done it. We have made it to the topic time land. Uh, this is fantastic. So whether or not you looked at your device and you came right to right here by the time marker because this is what you wanted to hear, or if you hung out with us during that intro, we appreciate it. We're just glad you're here. And now that we're all here, let's cozy up and let's get ready to talk about this thing this week. But before we do that, I have to shut up and Chris has to properly do what he does and intro this thing. The topic is Grounded. Muted. When he first played that music, by the way, getting ready for it, I thought that was, I was like, why is Stranger Things the topic? <laughs> <laughs> that awesome. part that part that part where uh chris was saying ground and then he changed the he went to the next syllable yeah and his eyes did some sort of twitchy twitch it was the most adorable thing i've ever seen it was like watching a puppy it was like well, tr- watching a puppy trying to walk <laughs> adorable uh <laughs> I, I i we do if you were hanging out with tw- in twitch with us you'd hear us one of our good friends played this game with Chris and it would have been cool to hear him talk about it as well. Cause, uh, he, he, John, he did to grounded what he did to like Disney game and everything he's done. Raw um, dogged it. Yeah. Just, <laughs> and, and just, it, yes, just, pound it, just. <laughs> but Chris also, I would look up and Chris played a lot of this game and, you know, surprisingly enough, it so, kind of scared me. So what what Mike's gonna do is he's gonna listen to Chris talk and he's gonna disagree. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah <laughs> at every point. So we're just gonna have to. I'm just gonna deal go ahead. It. Hold on, let me just go ahead real quick and. No, uh, it's gonna make for some great some great entertainment. I look forward to it. Nope, I'm not. <laughs> if I just time him out starting out now, I he can't get in the chat Chris, for 600 seconds. Chris, Chris, you need to start off saying some things that are absolutely false about this game. So Grounded's a game about being in the air. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just going to low-key be like, actually, the real topic is NBA 2K23. Let's do this, boys. No. Um, the, uh, yeah, Grounded is, for those who know the slang, a tree puncher. No one knows that, Chris! <laughs> Except, no, I-, I guess, better described here as a grass puncher. Um, because of course, for those who are uninitiated grounded, the idea is that four kids in the neighborhood have mysteriously gone missing 
and I could tell you now when you watch the opening credit scene, you very much get the hint that this is happening probably right around 1990, 1991, 1992, somewhere in did that. You, did period. you say the uninitiated? Yeah, if you haven't oh, seen anything. But we are initiated. initiated. We Aren't are. Aren't we, Bruce? <laughs> Aren't we bro? <laughs> members of the grounded shadows? <laughs> I am um, the lead of shadows. <laughs> oh, you think darkness is your ally? <laughs> anyway, sorry. I, I but yeah, to. yeah, had to. I know, I know. Um, but yeah, uh, these kids have gone missing. You see this kind of broadcast that overplays like a classic, just like morning cartoon, like, you know, here's an advertisement for. Um, you know, I guess a juice box type thing. Think like that nineties type of thing. Oh man, punch out blast, you know, whatever type thing playing also breaking. These kids are, are missing. And then we begin to zoom into this backyard. Uh, and that is where whatever character you pick wakes up. He wakes up basically in this, I mean, what could kind of be described as a kind of like a suitcase or something like a little carrying case. And that's where you kind of, come out and quickly realized you're not really sure how, but you've been shrunk to a very, very tiny size. Uh, so am I wrong? Cause I played a little bit. Am mm-hmm. I wrong that you seem so calm when all this is happening? They're kind of like, yeah, they've definitely, like I said, I think it goes into that nineties aesthetic a little bit of cartoon, you know, okay. morning thing. Like I'm just like, whoa, I can't believe this is happening. You know, I'm, I'm in the Cheerios. <laughs> yeah. Like, whereas me and John and Sean in real life be like, oh my God, I'm going to die. This is not good. This is bad. Dude, I panic, dude. And y'all know it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and an aunt comes by an aunt comes by and said, you stepped on my mama last week. <laughs> Uh, very quickly you find yourself, uh, you kind of just naturally are guided to it, right? You're following a path that's in front of you. And as you go down the path, all of a sudden you see a little, little science research station. And this kind of becomes your, your, your base, your start of operations, right? Um, and you're kind of given some basic tools. The first one being this analyzer. And this is where I say it's a tree puncher. AK is a classic survival game. This is a game about going out there, finding resources, in the case of this one, kind of taking them, bringing them back to this analyzer, having it analyze the material, right? And this gives you credit for research points, science points. Uh, but more importantly, it also starts to give you mats to be able to craft things, tools that you're going to need on your journey. Of course, the most obvious thing that they give you first is, uh, or they imply that you should probably craft first is a axe, right? So you could start chopping down the stalks of grass around you, start, um, you know, taking all that back and getting what's called plant fiber and all these other things, you know, to give you a base of resource. But you also start to explore your environments and you start to get little kind of hints of like, okay, there's something weird going on in this backyard. Mainly like the first thing you come across is a, a device that definitely does not look like it belongs uh, in a normal kid's backyard. Uh, you see, you know, kind of a machine contraption right there. And up above you, you see these huge kind of like ray gun things that are pointing, but they're not working. And that's where you kind of go down this 
this road of exploring your environment, trying to figure out, okay, well, was this leading me to eventually the goal is that is leading you kind of to what is a hub place of science um, where people who probably were here before you have been doing research on this yard at a microscopic size like yourself. And you meet this really compassionate, really awesome character named Burgle, who think um, think he's a robot, think Claptrap, but not quite so evil and sinister and a-hole. Like, he still says some things that are every now and then you're like, man, it was kind of like a backhanded compliment uh, <laughs> to you. But he kind of sets you on this task, which is he tells you, hey, this backyard had a bunch of labs. He doesn't quite understand what's going on himself, Burgle, because his memory's been wiped. And he wants you to go out to these labs and find what are called super chips and then bring them back to him so that he can kind of help you figure out how you're going to get out of here. Right. Um, but that is no easy task. Cause as I said, you know, you start out, you just got this ax uh, and you have to deal with the elements of the yard all around you. That includes just the most basic element. You have stamina, you have hunger. Uh, you also have thirst. So you have to consistently find ways to, to find not just water, because obviously you could find like, you know, scum water. That's like a little puddle on the track. Uh, but obviously anyone knows you don't want to drink that because that's going to be filled with bacteria, right? Uh, so you need to find fresh water. You need to, you know, think about like, where could you find fresh water in your backyard? You start looking up at these tall blades of grass above you. And you start to see their drops of dew hanging off of this. And you quickly realize this is the fresh water source, right? Early on in this game. It's a, do the dew. Right? Makes sense there. You have to figure out what the heck are you going to eat around here? Because there's only bugs. <laughs> and then every now and then uh, certain things you can find. Um, but, uh, and, you know, you have to worry about your stamina, because obviously the more you use stamina, the more you're going to deplete these things. But also because as you'll quickly learn, there are good bugs in this world. There are not so nice bugs in this world. I won't say bad. Well, maybe the spiders are bad. We'll say they're bad, but uh, you have to kind of, you know, take these on and figure out how you're going to address them. And they range from things, you know, something that's nice and sweet, uh, such as a little uh, weeble that you find are very easy to kill and make food out of. Uh, you'll find ants that if you just leave alone, they just kind of walk up to you and they're like, hey, we're ants. We're worker ants. We're, we're doing our thing. We don't think you're traditional food, so we're just going to let you be. But if you tax that ant, ants are going to be like, what the? are you trying to do right now? And they will gang up on you quickly and you can watch them murder weebles too. Uh, if you sit back long enough. Um, yeah, I mean, I hope you, and I'm sure you, you still got more to say, but I hope you tap into how just freaky mm, that I, is. I think, yeah, I think the number one thing that this game gets is setting, right? Like this world even though it's technically not the largest map you'll ever play 
Uh, and Mike, you could chime in this because I know you've seen pretty much the full map at this point. No, he can't. He cannot <laughs> chime in uh, through the chat. Uh, but, you know, like it doesn't feel endless, right? It doesn't feel like going from the left, the right side of the yard all the way to the left side of the yard is like a three day trek that you got to prepare for. You know, you could pretty much make those tracks and you're more so concerned about the enemies you might uh, or the bugs you might come and encounter with on that journey than you are the actual distance itself. On the other hand, though, the actual size and scope of what's around you really does make you feel just you, you quickly are conveyed just how small you are, right? Like when you walk up to a a uh, acorn tree and you see these giant acorns right next to you uh, that you could bust open, you know, it, it puts it in perspective very fast. You know, looking up at a dandelion, it towers above you, right? Um, so you get that element of just like if you're walking outside, you know, and you look down the ground, you see a line of ants. Now, you know what it feels like, you know, uh, and I think it does that. Well, I, I don't know how exactly you could say they pulled that off, but it really does get that scope. Whereas like you're looking up and far away, like even, uh, there's a crow that flies around the whole entire backyard from, from time to time and seeing him off in the distance, it's like, you kind of see him but he's so far away to your perspective and so big, right? He's just more of this, this kind of on this big black shape that's, that's out in the background. And he's not even concerned about you. Um, later on, you go into a pond and you just think of like a koi fish and what that is to you, like, you know, in your aquarium versus what it's like to swim past one. Uh, and it's a very different, <laughs> it's kind of like, you know, all of a sudden Jaws is in front of you at this size. And you're like, that's a koi fish. That's all that is, is a little freaking koi fish. <laughs> yeah. And that, that the, the scope of how big all these things are, man, I watched Mike play, you know, for, I don't know, maybe about an hour or so. That's what stood out to me, dude, is like it, he walked up to these ants and they were all just looking at him. And it's it was like, terrifying. He's like, no, dude, me and ants are cool. Yeah, I was like, "What?" And he's like, "I, I, I could hit an ant right now, but I, it would not be good." And then either I saw him do it, or I saw maybe a video, like a spider, like just terrifying. Yeah, yeah. the spiders are probably easily the most horrifying thing you're gonna see in this game. Um, on the reg, I would say, like, ladies you, and gentlemen, when, that's regular. Yeah, when you first start to like walk into an area. And you see a tiny cobweb, and that's your first hint. There might be a spider nearby, and then all of a sudden you look over there, and you're just watching these blades of grass in the distance kind of part and shudder, and you're like, okay, that's where that is. Uh, and all of a sudden, if it keeps coming towards you, you just, you know, the first one you'll probably see is an orb spire, which is terrifying in itself because they're pretty fast. Uh, but you're like, Wow. I, I don't think that could get much worse. You then find yourself going up to the tree. And the first thing you'll do as you're going around the tree, if you're smart, you're doing this to daylight. You'll look in and you'll see these little open pockets within the roots of the tree. And in there you see a giant, like an orb spire was big. You see a wolf spider. It's like looking at grizzly bear from your perspective, just sitting there yeah. hibernating and you're like, okay, okay, back up careful. 
Careful. Wasn't wanna... wasn't it an elder elder Elden Ring where we saw a big bear in the woods that charged us or something? Yes. That thing was terrifying. Mm-hmm. And and but we, I felt normal size and it just felt like a big bear. I don't know why, but feeling tiny, it the game really really captures you feeling small going across these things. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, and I don't know how I don't know how else to say that. It just really puts it in a different perspective. And it definitely gives you that feeling early on where all these things feel hopeless to you. Like, you're like, how could I ever find a way to contend, right, against a wolf spider or just even an orb spider? Like, it just doesn't make sense to you how you're going to be able to overcome these things. But the game does a good job of naturally guiding you to go, hey, Unlock the mats or something and go, okay, all right, I need this, this, and this, and I can build X, Y, and Z to get this and be like, just something as simple as like early on, oh, I need a lay bug's head. Well, lay bugs are normally docile. You know, they're, they're nice. They're just kind of these big, think of like, they're like the manatees of the freaking garden or the cows, you know, they just, they kind of just hover around. They're just being ladybugs. But of course the difference is then if you attack one of these ladybugs then you quickly realize oh now it's on and you have this large charging beast at you and i think with those they do a good job of of demonstrating to you it's like look no if you can just master a couple of basics aka get yourself a decent weapon which really doesn't take that much early on you get like a club ability right and that thing does a a good bit of damage and learn how to step back and read just like any art game Read what the enemy is trying to do to you. You know he's going to charge you. You know if you stay too close to him too often, he's going to try to back you off. Let him charge you, block it, hit him a couple times, get the heck out of there, reset, do it again, right? Like it's, it's, it's a good loop like that of teaching you how to get good or understanding at least how to get decent with the combat. I don't think the combat is so great that you'll ever be truly great by yourself. But you you quickly start to realize, hey, here's here's where I'm weak against these kind of bugs versus what's good. And usually if you're needing something from them, you will have the tools to be able to create what is necessary to go against them. Like later on, you find stink bugs, right? They're very yeah. big. They're a pain because about every five seconds they drop their butt and then gas goes everywhere and it will kill you. Well, right before you have to go after them to get their stuff. That's when you get your bow and arrow and you start finding thistle and, and that's what you use as your arrow. So now hold you thistle. Yeah. You have a, you have a way to keep your distance against this thing where honestly, yeah, if you tried to do the way you did with the ladybug, go up close, pound its head in, you're going to die instantly every single time. But here you feel like, okay, I have a way to pull back, control the situation. And then once you complete it, you feel the benefits of what you've gotten. Where yeah. Now you can go make a gas mask and, and be in a bear situation for those. So you mentioned a couple of, obviously if it's a survival game, there's different variations of different weapons you can make. Mm-hmm. Have you found like a go-to weapon you like to use? Um, so, far? I, so far, my main things have been the two hand weapons as I found them. The like, you know, later on you're getting things that are more traditional to like a two handed sword. If anything, Um, and I really do like the bow and arrow. I think the bow and arrow, like for the longest time, Mike was telling me to go craft it 
And I was just like, oh, this feels like it's not going to be good. But once I got it and I realized, one, it really actually is pretty effective. And two, um, you can actually pick up all your arrows, whether it hits or not. So you don't have to like that was my fear was that if I got dependent on the bone arrow, I was going to have to be in this endless grind to go get uh, more and more thistle and find it every single day. And I didn't want to do that. Right. Once I got those, then I felt like, okay, now I'm in a place where I can kind of coast through the early parts of this game uh, and get to where it's going, Um, which is a fun journey, I have to say, because as you start to go through these labs, I mean, they all have unique kind of cool twist to them. Like they're not simply just walk up to a lab, right? Like there's a, uh, the, the most simplest one is that first base you kind of find, which is your base of overall operations for, for everything going on. But like, you know, you, you're led into places like up into a tree where you're just going up in branches and you know, it, it requires some platforming. It's like that destiny kind of platforming where, Hey, you fall off. Well, you're this big and you're on a yeah, tree well, branch. <laughs> I noticed that too in, in in gameplay I've watched, either whether it be on YouTube or Twitch, uh, or even watching you and Mike play. It's cool how those paths will kind of be there in certain places. And you will be doing things like hopping off of a mushroom onto a grass yeah. thing that's angled perfectly onto a stick. It's kind of cool how that plays into the game. I think they do that really, really good. Yeah, you have like parts even nine like that, like by a lake, like where you can find these uh these large weeds, right? And kind of just hop from from like branch of well not branch, but you know, like stem of the of the weed to stem to kind of get to a higher level, right? And if you want to, if you're good at this, you could pop from that onto another piece of grass. So you could kind of keep yourself high up if that's what you're trying to accomplish uh, in that kind of situation. Um, but you know, as you go up to like, you know, one of these bases that's based in the trees, I mean, you're, it, it's just fun because, you know, it starts throwing things in like there's zip lines that they've set up. So you're going, you know, gliding through and, and crashing down. There's spiders within the trees that aren't huge all the time, but like, they're still huge. Of, they're kind of like baby spires that you have to deal with. Right. Like, so, you know, it offers challenges. You have these little, uh, drone robots that will be guarding these bases that you have to do battles with. Um, and you, you usually with every base, there is kind of a, a puzzle of some sort to unlock, to get you to where the chief thing you're going after is. So, Oh my God, this guy, Mike. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Uh, I know you're watching chat. There was a question, and, and if this is a good time to answer it, this is cool. If not, you can you can bring it up. Yeah. Is it first person only? It is not. It is first and third person. Um, and it's pretty easy to switch between the two. I actually, a lot of times when I'm just doing things, uh, I will go to first person just because I think it's easier to navigate, like picking up things when you're trying to chop down things, making sure you're hitting what you intend. On the other hand, when I go to combat, I generally go to third person just because one of the things you'll find out with this game is while you can have the upper hand, like have the right tool, you know, I could pull one stink bug, but if stink bugs got a stink bug friend next to them, they're they're both coming for you, you know, so kind of, it's good to be able to see your full surroundings and and not, you know, have that traditional first person blind side view to your left or right. Um, that, that makes sense. The other side, though, you know, this isn't just basic survival. This is also, you know, 
you know, we have base crafting in this. I don't think it's overwhelmingly essential at first, like outside of, we talked about how the ants are passive, right? Well, you know, one of the easy things you, or most necessary things you start to do early on is to, to cook meat, AKA weevil meat to be able to, you know, weevil. Yeah. Uh, to be able to, you know, give yourself some substance. And if you leave that thing on the spig cooking over a fire, and all of a sudden an ant's just walking by and he's like, say someone's got some fresh meat. They will start to eat it. You know, um, you can eventually wear, you know, build like a water reservoir and I think they'll come up and drink it too. If you don't build something around it. So, you know, eventually you start to get to a point where you're like, Oh, I need at least a basic level of operations, you know, to keep myself safe. And that, you know, you kind of do traditional, like where first year when you're cutting down, uh, stalks of grass, you could take those back as kind of your planks and, and build, uh, you know, walls up. If you find clay in the world, you can use that as a foundation. Eventually you can upgrade that more. So where you start finding, um, stems from weeds and things like that to kind of is more reinforced lumber. I'm sure there's probably a higher level of that. I just haven't gotten to it. Um, but you know, it's all well and good though, because you realize after a while you do need to start thinking about this stuff and, uh, investing in it because when you start messing around with spiders, fun fact, these spiders will eventually mess back. <laughs> And they will come yeah, and attack I'm glad your you base. That up. <laughs> they literally retaliate on yeah, you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, for those who played in early a- uh, access, this was more so like a thing that was predominant uh, from my understanding, because uh, initially it used to be during the day, the, the ants were docile. And then at night they would send waves of them out to attack your fortresses. So, you know, I think that's what the original idea is. And it's kind of, I haven't seen ants do it, but I'm guessing Mike might know this. Um, eventually you get to worker, you go from worker ants to more soldier ants. Uh, yeah. And from my understanding, they're much more hostile to you. So I wouldn't be surprised if they also eventually attack you. Um, that makes sense. And I do want to point out, and I, just, just to reiterate in case someone missed it, or if you didn't say it, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, this game was in early access forever. Like it technically came in early access in 2020, and here we are in October of 2022 talking about it. It's because it's actually a real game now. Yeah. And so my next question to you, and at some point, just let everybody know what you played it on. Was it PC Game Pass or you know your Xbox itself? I primarily played on my Xbox. I played a little bit on PC, but this is another good one of those because it's a Microsoft title. Uh, it does sync your save, so you know nice. wherever you're going, it's there. Um, my one mistake with this game, and I really wish me and Mike had gotten together sooner, um, because Mike, you know, I had talked about it and then I put it off for a couple of days. And of course, Mike being Mike, the way he is, he just sat down and didn't move for three days and, you know, unlocked the wonders of the universe in that time. That's just his MO. If I, if we had known this, we would have definitely done it, but I think this game is probably going to be its best when it's played co-op there's parts of this where it could get frustrating at times where you can feel overwhelmed trying to defend against all these things um and and have to take care of all these little necessities in your life by yourself but i think 
it's it's probably something better shared overall with the group, right? Where, you know, where, you know, Sean can sit there and say, okay, I'm going to go work on the base. And Chris can go, I'm going to go gather our, us these resources. And maybe Mike is going to go, you know, try to take on some more hostile places to get resources. And John is uh, going to go, you know, get us some other kind of resource, or maybe he's going to go explore something, kind of do the initial groundwork for it. Right. <laughs> John Rambo. Yeah. I think our fear was that this was going to be something kind of in the vein of Valheim where, you know, the problem yeah. with Valheim, when we played Valheim, we all loved it. That was something that wasn't a question, but the problem for us was, you know, we played it where I hosted the server and it meant when Chris wasn't on Sean couldn't be on. Mike couldn't be on all our the stuff Josh, we did yeah. went away. Right. It all stayed with me when they left. Like I could just be playing by myself and I have access to these things, but you know, Sean would have to come into my game. So where like the game, like rust is a little different. The server yeah. is open. Yes. The you good know, thing, they, the good thing with this is that when you create a multiplayer game in this, you can make it a shared world so that it will consistently. Oh, cool. Yeah. It will consistently download and save uh, to it. And then whenever you log in, right? Like if you, if Sean had been playing for three or four hours earlier by himself and I logged in to do a few things, it downloads that latest save of the whole. And so if you map. saw, like I'd put a lot of mats in our containers, you'd be able to see and access those mats too. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I want to say Mike at one point didn't know if that was a thing or not. Yeah. We looked it up and I started investigating more and I was like, oh man, if I had known this. And I think it was just at that point for Mike, Mike was so far along. He's like, I really don't want to restart. And I was like, I can't blame you on that. Um, and that is because there is story here, right? It is, you know, this is obsidian. This is not just a straight up rust, you know, um, yeah. the world as Sean said, like, you know, the world exists like you could do that shared world, but it doesn't exist in a time where it's operating when people aren't there, right? You don't have to worry about in this game, someone coming and hacking your base because you went to bed last night, right? Um, it's more of a Minecraft. Uh, are they closer to something like that? Like this is our shared world and we all have access to it and we could play it as we do and it will run when we're on it, you know, but Otherwise, it's it's kind of, you know, by itself uh, or it's, you know, I guess hibernating when no one is, none of us are on. Um, right. So I really wish we had done that because I think it would have been a fun experience. I think it could have easily made it easier because, uh, you know, I know, John, you don't really play games like this that much. You're kind of foreign to them. Sean, I know you've played a little bit of Rust and a couple of others, but it would have been a fun way where like me and Mike had been building something. And then if you guys want to join in, we'd be like, okay, we'll add them to the game. And now here we go. Here's this place and we can show you around. And then you can kind of come in and mess around when you want, right? Uh, learn new things uh, or wait till we're on too. And it's not a problem for anyone as far as discovering this stuff. But yeah, besides as getting back to it though, got off track there story. This is obsidian. There is a story here. There's a lot of narrative stuff that you'll find. You'll find these tapes, cassette tapes throughout the world that kind of give you a key to things going on, especially in different environments. Um, without saying too much over time, 
you will start to have dreams uh, that might give you little glimpses into a bigger picture of why this is happening, you know? Uh, but you know, there, there is a story thread here if you want to explore it. And I think obsidian, one things I give them a lot of credit with this game is, is accessibility to how you want to play it. And I don't just mean accessibility in terms of the, the famous things such as, You've probably heard this by now, but for those who have a fear of spiders, there is a mode in this game where you can basically turn all the spiders into floating orbs, which is in a way also terrifying, but you know, because <laughs> you just see this little orb and a big orb and they're just kind of going along chasing, you know, that's, yeah, yeah, that's creepy. But you know, I guess if you truly have a fear of spiders, you know, if that, I don't one, like them, I don't yeah. have a fear of them, but I just like, kind of don't like them. Yeah, some people it will put them into you know they'll just go into kind of like a shock. Our friend Mike that you keep bringing up mm -hmm. does not like spiders, so I'm kind of like curious on how he kept playing. I think he even mentioned he watched a uh, a speed run. He kind of got into that. Mm -hmm. and those already exist on the game, obviously from its from its uh, early access phase to now. But somebody went to this in game kind of thing that's super scary, but got there in like 30 minutes. Yeah, which is crazy. Um, but yeah, accessibility, it's not just things like that. Okay. We're talking about the kind of accessibility where this game is going to let you choose how you want to play it. That's right. Good. If you want to be, if you want to be the creator guy, you want to, you know, do that traditional, um, unlimited Reese, everything is all mats are unlocked. There's nothing preventing me. And I just want to build the most complex, crazy grass fort structure I could right um, and then maybe go antagonize some spiders and see how well it does holding up you could do that um, if you want to play this game where nothing can kill you you can do that if you want to play this game where you say man I really don't like this whole entire food system where I have to keep looking for water and all of that right. right that's not what I'm here for I just want to go fight freaking huge spiders you can do that so if your goal is just to experience the world like you know i've i made two saves of this game i played it one where i'm playing it just traditionally and that's my main one Whoa. i made an alt with it because i was experimenting with the shared world where i kind of said well for this one let me just go ahead and turn you know like i said i, I want to give a crap about food and i don't want to have to hunt for mats i just want to see what is what and see where i can go right like so it gave me a way to go experience all those things as I chose. And it doesn't punish you. The only restriction it puts on you is like, as you put these, you know, whatever choices you make for your game setup, they are tied permanently to that game. Uh, yeah. You'd be yeah. okay with that. Just yeah. pay attention to them at the beginning. Correct. I did want to shout out to overblown uh, true who, who made it to the, the stream today. Mm -hmm. And this is high praise. I know uh, eventually we're going to get what you think about it, but, um, they were excited. Overblown was excited. They made it for Grounded. They say it's a hard pick between this game, Grounded, and uh, the game you and I love, Chris Tunic, for their personal goatee. That's, that's awesome. Uh, that's good stuff, right there. <laughs> that's high praise. <laughs> high praise indeed. Hey, and good to have you too, by the way, Overblown. Overblown likes those uh, punishing games. <laughs> um, but yeah, like that. That's my point here. It's like to me, this isn't Rust. This is a more welcoming experience and, and it's kind of choose your adventure. What do you want to focus on? What do you want to deal with? If 
John just wants to go pick berries and and roam the backyard and, and skip as he does it, you know, and say, hi, Mr. Ladybug. How are you? You know, he could do that. And if Mike wants to sit there and go, all right, I'm just going in with the most basic equipment and I'm going to figure out how to kite and and kill a wolf spider with the most basic stuff. <laughs> he could do that too. You know, he could attempt that all he wants and have the time. Do you of know life. what the term kiting means in a, in a game? Yeah. So, you know how like a kite, you hold it behind you and the, mm-hmm. the listener, I'm doing this for John as a joke, obviously, but the listener may not either. So you, a kite, you have it on a string and you run and it's behind you. Hey, so you go get the attention of a, the thing you want to kill, but you can't kill it head on. So you pull it around with you. It has its attention on you. That's called aggro. And then you're just doing a little damage on it as you run in a circle and it follows you all the way around. And that's how you take out big bosses. <laughs> but, so that's what's up. That's true. Over, And that's a good point. And he just brought up, there's no better feeling, Chris, than coming out of a big fight with like just one piece of health left. You know? Yeah. I've had, <laughs> I've had my fair share of those. Where, <laughs> uh, there are these that's awesome. Bombadar, bombardier type things where they, they flick kind of this mud at you. Uh, from their butt, <laughs> and I was battling two or three of them at once, and I don't know how I pulled out of that uh, fight with my life still intact, but um, it was there. Uh, another good thing, penalty for death is just basically, and again, this is something you can turn off if you want. Um, but the traditional way is whenever you die, you have a backpack that's on you. Whatever you actually backpack. have. Whatever you actually have on your person, right? Your armor, your uh, whatever weapon or tool you're holding in your hand, you keep that. Your backpack drops and it shows you where it is on the map and then you simply have to go back and retrieve it. And if that is like where you're like, I dropped that in the middle of a wolf spider nest, that's not going to be an easy get. Like, you know, classic Dark Souls type thing. Like, (sighs) God. the good thing is, again, this game is generous to you. It allows you to pretty much say whenever you die, instead of just responding, you can go ahead and reload your last save. And this auto saves about every five minutes. It saves whenever something big happens, right? So if you're if you're getting something of importance and then you find yourself all of a sudden it goes wrong and you die, it's not the end of the world for you. It's probably saved to it's that the last point. And oh, yeah. wrong song. But yeah, um, I know DJ. As far as uh, negatives on this game, as I said, I do think it's one that probably. I I wish there was like a way to just find people to play this game, and I know Xbox has. Dude, get friends, dude. Yeah, I know. Like, I, I wish <laughs> I wish Xbox. I know they have the find a friend thing you can do, but I do wish you could just go join a public game with four people and have a time of your life and maybe bring out what you do in that game or choose to save it and move on with them as, as you want. Um, but you know, that's, that's minor. Uh, hopefully maybe that will come at some point down the road. <laughs> the only other thing, like there are a few bugs. There are times where, you know, where the immersion comes out because like, the physics just don't work, especially the bigger bugs. Like I was getting chased by a stink bug and all of a sudden it just happened to come on these two blades of grass because of the way they were generated. It all of a sudden just could not push through and it just stood there and was all angry as I just sat there and went dink, dink, 
Dude, that's when you you don't even bring that up. You're just like, I killed a stink bug. Right. Um, First try. The um <laughs> the 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 drops of dew, right? Um, mm-hmm. that are on on the blades of grass above you. The way you get them down is you basically you don't even have to chop down the actual stalk of grass. You just need to hit it with something and it drops. Like like uh, Link does when he wants to get an apple or something out of a tree. Right. Um, he just kind of rolls into it. There are some times because of it. I, again, I'm guessing it's just the physics is that you could cut every blade of grass around you down and you'll just see this floating water droplet up there. So, you know, it's like nothing here is like annoying, though, it, it, or more than it. you're just like whenever i see one's not driving I go, and i it's not really affecting your game to a point where it's going to make it exactly. more difficult for you I, I i go like you know five seconds and there's another droplet and i just get that one instead yeah that makes um sense. besides that i there's not really much like i haven't never had the game crash on me never really had you know, it, I never had like an, a point where I was just walking around, do, 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 do. And all of a sudden, like in pops, a giant spider that just spawned out of nowhere on me. And yeah, that you know, would suck. yeah, like there's nothing like that. <laughs> I, I do think there have been talks that the respawns, especially when oh. things start coming for you, they can be a little overwhelmingly aggressive, like to the point where you pretty much have to find other ways to keep them from being a pain just because the game is consistently respawning things again and again, they will keep coming for you. If they're angry at you, if this next part is true, this is this how, you know, you and I are different. Mm-hmm. So Mike is, you know, he's ear hustling in the chat right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I mentioned link and rolling in the tree. So he says, speaking of link grounded does have that equipment wear and tear to it. So you have to repair it and it's hard keeping that up. Do you agree? Yeah, I, I can't speak to the higher stuff like, you know, because it goes in tiers as far as the equipment. You start out with tier one. And I think it goes up to tier three eventually. I can't yeah. speak for like a tier three equipment. Um, It's more of a hassle than anything. But, you know, the, the one thing Mike said, and I haven't had this happen to me, if you have a piece of equipment break on you and you don't have any room in your bag, it drops on the ground. So oh, that's cool. No, no. I mean, like you could lose it. Oh, and some of these things are really oh. hard <laughs> to get. Um, Wait, over time. can you not throw something out your bag and then get that back? You could, but like I think Mike described it to me when it happened to him. Um, I misheard what you said. So yeah, that's yeah, totally not cool. He uh, he had one where that happened, didn't realize it. I believe. Oh, yeah. So again, that's something to keep in mind. Um, well, I mean, you play the game on easy mode, and he speed runs everything, so that's <laughs> bound to happen. You know. That's jokes, God love you. Calm down. Hashtag facts. Hashtag jokey joke. <laughs> but yeah, uh, regardless, I think this is a fun game, a uh, real fun oh. game. I think it's a grand time, uh, especially I think if you've got a group of friends and, you know, of all the purchases seven, that seven Mike, five, Sean, seven five, six point seven five. I think of all the purchases <laughs> that Microsoft made over the last couple of years. What's proving to be their best so far has been Obsidian. Like everything that they have put out so far from them has been top notch. And, you know, they got another one coming in November. Uh, and then, of course, we're all waiting for Avowed and when they eventually get put on a Fallout New Vegas sequel. Uh, <laughs> Double Fine is the best studio they picked up. Double Fine is also very good. But, you know, 
This but one, Obsidian's good too. I'm yeah. But yeah. Um, as far as a Richard. Uh oh. Six point. Actually, John, 7.5. I'm going to go with an 8.5. I think. What? Yeah. I mean, oh, this is just a fun time. Saw that coming, boys. As I said, it's such a unique game. Like, I can't think of another game like it. It has all the personality of every other Obsidian game out there, despite it being something not so overwhelmingly story driven as those other games may be. Right. It has it. Yeah. But it's just like, it's like they got together and said, let's do what we would do if we were doing a survival game, you know? And And that's the thing. It it feels like it's a, it's a nice little wrinkle in that genre of, you know, these kinds of games mm -hmm. uh, that only a a studio like obsidian could do. I like it. I like the I like the enthusiasm in the 8.5. I'm, I'm genuinely shocked. Not that you were speaking negative of it, but no, you know, it's, you know, it's, if you just listen to the words that I'm saying. Do you hear the words that are coming out of my mouth? <laughs> but yeah. I, I if you got Game Pass and you got some friends, go go have some fun. Play. Yeah. Hey, does it have fast travel? Did you bring that up? Oh. It does not have fast travel. John's out. But I think Mike <laughs> said supposedly in an update they're gonna have teleporters. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Teleporters will be legit. Yeah. But that's nice. That's nice. I, I don't think like to me, that's part of the immersion. I gotta say like not everything needs fast travel. And I'm like, yes. And something like this, like you don't have fast travel in rust, you know? Yeah, you we know? know, but you have helicopters and motorcycles. And exactly. Stuff. You have ways to get around in here. You can actually, again, as I said, you can, those, um, those, those zip lines, trolley zip line the, things. Yeah, the zip lines. Cool. Eventually you can build your own. You unlock that ability. Yeah. So and, and Mike is keeping up with this game. He said there is going to be a, a roadmap for the game that's being released, so that may be coming out. Yeah. And you may have missed it in chat, but this is for us, so uh, maybe it's not over for us. John, Mike said he'd go back and play it. He loves the game. Mm-hmm. Mike, just just out of curiosity, uh, if you were to review this game, what would you give it on our Richard nope. Scarrell? He had to be on, he had to be on the show to do that. I, that's a, that's he's, a he's, he's participating in chat. I just, After I, he said he wasn't, right. you give it a nine. I knew, I knew oh. he wouldn't be able to help himself. I know. He said nine. <laughs> and and overblow just to just kind of wrap this up, maybe for the the thing that we just talked about. Zip lines work well, just like Chris just said. Plus the scenic view you get on the zip lines is he says top notch, Chris. It is top notch. It is uh, uh, Mike is uh, is grounded your favorite Assassin's Creed game? <laughs> Is it your favorite Ubi- your favorite but, Ubisoft game, Mike? <laughs> in conclusion, but in conclusion, the takeaway is grounded is greater than Odyssey. Odyssey. For so, sure, for sure. Yeah. I like it. This Wonderful getting, job, Chris. This is getting yeah. out of hand. This is out of this has been out of control, John. This has been out of control. Hot off the press and straight to your ears. Weekly Games Chat presents the news. Ladies and gentlemen, we got some nice and fresh news articles uh, coming off the the news presses. (laughs) And to lead us off this week, it's going to be none other other than Clark Kent himself, John. Well, now. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, I'm here to bring you the most important news of the day. The first one. 
And True. I know you've all been waiting for it. Let's talk about Splatoon 3's new Amiibos. Sexy. Nintendo has announced a trio. Love a good trio. Of Splatoon 3 Amiibos are on the way and will arrive on November 11. The collection will consist of an Inkling, an Octoling, and a Small Fry Amiibo and will be available separately. They will unlock players their own set of unique, they will unlock players their own set of unique items and their appearance in Splatoon 3 can be fully changed with dozens of customization options. And players can uh, then roam around the Splatville hub, love a good hub. Don't we? Uh, yes. Uh, area for photo shoots and more. In other news, the next Splatfest is themed after Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, asking players to choose which type of starter Pokemon they go for, and it is slated for November 18th. Ladies and gentlemen, nice. I don't know if you realize this, this is still on my game of the year list. I'm, I know it is. I thought about you today. I saw that tweet officially come out where they showed all the Amiibo. <laughs> Chris has wanted to know who asked about your game of the year list. <laughs> Um, but Chris, now the chat is, is thinking of things about you. You might want to, you might want to fix that before it goes out. It gets out of control. I only um, turn that effect on acid sugar when, uh, I get to my vinegar strokes. Oh, uh, but yeah, I did think about you as soon as I saw this tweet. Uh, I was like, I wonder if John saw this. And What's of course, a vinegar John stroke? John, this is a G-rated podcast, PG at best, okay? All right, all right. Sometimes PG-13. We're right there on the edge of R, John, but we don't need to bring up vinegar strokes, okay? Fair. <laughs> um. So, <laughs> Kappa. Um, so there is something that, uh, do we want to add anything else about these? Chris, do you have anything to say? Or Are we ever going to play Splatoon with John? You don't even I'm, own a Switch, so that's a no. It's right there. <laughs> <laughs> uh speaking of nintendo uh there was a mario movie trailer that came out and i have to be honest with you guys because that's what we do i still haven't watched this trailer really <laughs> like i haven't well, i i've seen clips of people saying that like the bowser was awesome and chris pratt's voice is terrible blah 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 but let me read you the news clip the super mario brothers movie trailer released and people have comments kind of like i just did right Many fans are divided over Chris Pratt's voice. Hey, look at that. Of the iconic character. Sonic trolls Mario over the size of his butt. Well, see, the trailer begins with Bowser's iconic ship arriving in a penguin ice world and ends with Mario arriving in the Mushroom Kingdom. Visually speaking, the movie seems to absolutely nail it. Uh, but our fans, including us, potentially, I don't, except for me, obviously, I haven't seen it yet. They're divided over other aspects. So now I'll open the floor up to thoughts and prayers from you guys. I really like Jack Black in it. Um, he, in just the way they have uh, Bowser looking in this, like the introduction of him, man, oh man, looks great. Uh, but, you know, it, it was charming. It had humor. And I like to believe that this is the story about how, you know, it's going to be how my life got flipped, turn upside down. No, I think it's going to be about how Mario got his butt. Cause he's going to try to like take on all these Koopas and everything. And he can't smash them cause he ain't got no butt. So he's going to have a Rocky montage training sequence. And then, you know, He'll smash them all into the ground. I don't know. The voice. What if he just had on baggy pants in the trailer? You know? Right. Maybe. I've, like never, I I've, I've never looked at Mario and gone, man, look at that. Butt. Right. 
So, so for the it internet a, to do that, it means a very strange observation, it's right? Not, it didn't even cross my mind. <laughs> but I don't know. Um, I should. Really, watch it. it looks fine. Uh, I am not gonna get hung up over Chris Pratt's voice doing what Chris Pratt does. I'm sure he'll play the character as he is directed, and you know, do the best he can. He's done plenty of animated movies. Um, you know, you hear him talk for about ten seconds in this at most. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll get a There's, longer look. And the first time in the trailer, he opens his mouth, you go. Mm-hmm. But then as he's whisking away, bouncing on the mushrooms with toad, that's where he starts to sound more like Mario. Sure. And I, you know, I think, I, th- I think people are hearing the first thing that comes out of his mouth and not paying attention to what eventually comes out of his mouth. And you have to remember, I mean, you have to, you have to remember that Miyamoto was probably coaching him on this. So, I mean, he was probably doing exactly what Miyamoto asked him to do. And the way I hear it at the end of the trailer, he had that Mario quality to his voice, the way that you would have Mario sound if all you're, if you're not just being limited to it's a me. Because, I mean, he, Mario is almost in the video games like Link, he, except Link grunts and Mario uh, gives stereotypical Italian stuff and i don't know that i want to do that so it's like i have not seen this meme but so fly in chat says there's a meme that exists that says they just heard linda belcher from bob's burgers <laughs> i could actually hear that a little bit you're right you're right i just i don't know it's it's like lou albano has been mario's voice uh bob hoskins has been mario's voice this is there used to be the the main voice for the cartoon. I don't think that was Captain Lou. I think that was a different voice actor. So it's like we've had plenty of iterations of it. Just let it be what it is. I, yeah, I, 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 honestly, I think I think to, for the most part, this is noise about Chris Pratt on Twitter. I mean, I don't think a lot of people on Twitter like him very much. Sure, I know one person they hate more. Don't want to bring him up, do we? Oh. <laughs> um, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, we forgot to mention a thing, though, John. Yeah, we well, did. It's a big one, and I went back and checked just to make sure we never talked about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Forgot a different thing. But I'm not going to bring that up. But thought you should. I, I don't know that I did forget it. I you saw just it. brought you. Skull and Bones has been delayed for the fifth million time. Fifth millionth. Yep. (laughs) It's a word. In a recent press release, Ubisoft has given a new release date of March 9th, 2023. The company stated that the extra months will allow for, quote, further polish and balance the experience. The decision was made following the results of technical tests and an insider program feedback from prior closed betas. Skull and Bones was originally announced back in 2017. Folks, that was five years ago. Regardless, Mike and I will be there for uh for the booty. Oh, for for the map booty? No, just the booty. Yeah, I think John thought he might read that news story. Yeah, he's definitely going to be there for the booty. We're I'm going to be there for the booty whenever it comes out. Dude. Yeah, coming March 9th, Starfield. <laughs> 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 Can you imagine? Oh my god. <laughs> John, honestly, were you, were you, are you okay that it's delayed? Cause you were on, 
let me put it to you this way. You get excited about games, but sometimes you get like, I'm ready for this game excited. I under the circumstances with everything going on with October and and God of War and which I'm gonna play by the way, never was a question. Um, yeah, I'm okay with this being. I'm very. I was very excited for it. But what what's happening? What's happening? Oh, what's that? Did somebody see Amy Hennig somewhere? No. <laughs> <laughs> so, Maybe she's yeah, the I'm one. I'm very excited for it, and I'm very excited for it to be in March. Nice. Unless Starfield comes out, <laughs> it's like, right? March is just that. My my one fear is like you went in from what was already like I've talked about. I was like, is it? I don't know. If that's a great thing that November eighth this was coming out, and then November 9th was the uh, God of War, right? I was like, oh man, that kind of sucks. But at the same time, I'm looking at the whole first half of next year, and I go, that's going to be just a there are a lot of there's going to be a lot of games that are probably quality of some sort, but aren't going to get like an 89 or a 90 and have like huge fandom on Metacritic, right? That are going to get lost. I don't it's, know what it, they're going to be. That's what we have to find out, you know, right. but they're going to be get lost. I think I think I'm an exception to this. I don't think that Skull and Bones and God of War swim in the same lane. Sure. I don't really think no pun intended. Affect, bro, bro, bro. Well, yeah, I don't think that we're going to affect each other's sales. And I think there's many Ubisoft title. I think there's many Ubisoft titles out there that a Sony exclusive would love to sell as much of. Sure. I really. Um, I mean, pe- people talk about. Well, I don't remember the game l- last time that I think Uncharted Four came out, and we were and we were talking about whether that game would suffer because of Uncharted Four. It didn't. I don't think I don't think that Sony exclusives, even the God of Wars, run the risk of scaring people away from their release dates. I never, th- I, I don't, I just don't think that's the case. Yeah. Never has been the case in my experience. Yeah, their their bigger fear. I think of all the games that could come out, that would be their biggest fear. Would probably be Diablo Four. Diablo Four is the kind of thing that would mess with them. Absolutely hardcore. That's, yeah. that's the same lane. They're going for the same type of gamer. But as far as the delay itself if it really was just because they're like this needs polish like they're having problems with servers in their testing right and issues on a small scale and you're looking and going what happens when we put this much bigger right on day one knowing uh, that's going to be ouchy <laughs> the, that first week will be your most intense no matter what the game is it's always the first week and this being an online game if it doesn't work and it can't yes, get it fixed do. People will move off. Like we're, yeah. you know, we're gonna talk about another story here, where even that, which has a pedigree and a huge fan base, right, that is in right now in flux of having problems because people just are not gonna wait around. You're not wrong, dude. I'll tell you that much. I do want to give a shout out to a first time chatter, uh, Kebab Mutcher. I hope mm. I said your name right. Um, you said, "Have we played Sea of Thieves?" Yes, we have all played Sea of Thieves. Boat we game. call that boat game collectively because, you know, that's a little inside joke. The last time I played it, someone else in this chat with you blew me off of a boat and Chris laughed. <laughs> <laughs> I did. So there you go. Well, we were some wild hearts just, when we played that Sea of Thieves, weren't we, guys? I saw you and I said, well, bye, Sean. <laughs> yeah, that was it. That well, was speaking it. of wild hearts, Sean. <laughs> that happened, didn't it, John? It did. Uh, EA and Koi Tecmo 
have revealed the, that Wild Hearts, the Monster Hunter-like action game, will be released on February 17th, 2023. The game is set in a fantasy-style feudal Japan, with teams of up to three players taking on, quote, giant nature-infused beasts called shans. I mean, what? kimonos. Kimonos. Uh, using a mixture of action combat and crafting. The game can be played solo or in co-op with cross-play across all platforms. Your character will be given access to, quote, a life-sustaining technology and compelled to restore balance across the region, end quote. Do I know this game? Uh, we talked, I think we mentioned it yeah. last we, week. Um, it's, but it's I mean, a, but like, do we, have I, did I go look this up? I saw footage. It looked pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I look well, for you. Koi, Koi Techno has got a very busy first couple of months next year. Indeed. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, it wasn't last week that I watched this, but it's very Monster Hunter like. Monster. 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 Yeah, but it looks, it looks dope. It looked pretty cool. It looks dope. I mean, the, the question is could, can they tap into that? Um, share of the pie if you will maybe maybe is there room for another monster hunter that's the question yeah it's, it's a great question i, I no asked i guess we'll find out we'll well, find i get out paid in, february, in, in february. february i thought i was the one february. wait what john say gets paid the big bucks i was like wait i thought i was the yeah, only one that got paid yeah chris is the top dog when did you start wait a minute yeah. am i the only one not making the money i was being ironical Okay, cool. John got um, an endorsement boys. from Skims that we didn't know about. <laughs> boys, that game's in the future, right? Mm-hmm. Little did we know the next thing I'm talking about dealt with something about the future. Let me explain. Week, week. week is AF, right? <laughs> we played a Dishonored game last year, and by we, I mean you two. Um, and that was one of John's game of the year back in 2021, if you remember. But unbeknownst to him, it was Dishonored 3. What? Oh. Arcane Studios has officially confirmed that Deathloop takes place in the future of the universe first built in the Dishonored games. Dinga Bacaba of Arcane Leon, Lion, Leon, confirmed this by saying, not everyone has seen the same thing. Not everyone has heard the same song that you might have heard hidden somewhere. Not everyone has seen every room, etc., etc. So it was nice to see the community peek at the little clues we did sprinkle everywhere that, yes, indeed, we envisioned Deathloop to be happening in the future. After the death of the Outsider. Spoilers. <laughs> Who's the Outsider? Uh, the studio didn't want this information out front to, to distract from the game's ability to stand on its own. And there it go, did boys. stand on its own quite well. Chris didn't but like I it. Am, but I think it's, I think it's oh, equally sorry. cool. I think it's equally cool that this game is technically Dishonored 3. Um, because it's, you know, it's got a lot of that Dishonored vibe. It's got the same. Why didn't they just call it that? Um, Dishonored 3, Deathloop. Uh, if you read what you just read, the last sentence, I think they answered that question. I know, but it would have been even better if they would have. Mm, because it's not Dishonored 3. <laughs> That's the one that they'll make money on or promote it. Probably like uh, Xbox. Uh, Chris, do you know they've never made any money on Dishonored? Yeah, no. <laughs> this is going to be the one, John. <laughs> this finally got to happen. 
Maybe it's because they tell people to please don't play our game. Maybe. Maybe, Maybe people why. they send out memos to people. Uh, speaking of not playing their game. Yeah, this was crazy, by the way. Bella Ramsey, aka aka Liana Mormont, I think is her name on uh, Game of Thrones. Who plays Ellie in the upcoming HBO show The Last of Us has revealed that the show's producers requested she not play the game before filming began. However, she did not entirely play by those rules. In fact, she watched some of the game on YouTube. Quote, I was actually encouraged not to play that game. After my first audition, they asked me, have you played it? And I said, nope. And they said, keep it that way. I did watch some gameplay on YouTube just to get a sense of it. Yeah, they were like, we don't want you to play the game because you'll find out you're not right for the part. <laughs> just kidding. We don't want but you. To- this could be, this annoys me, and maybe I'm way off on this. <clears throat> but like, how do you not want the the actor to tap into the universe you're creating? Even if what you're creating from an art standpoint is going to be a little different than the original source material, which was the game. It's kind of like I had a big problem watching Harry Potter. And unfortunately the, the first Dumbledore, the first movies died, a new one tapped in and it felt like that actor at that time didn't capture the same essence. I, I later learned that he did care. Actually, he did want to tap in and be what the book Dumbledore was and all this other thing. But this is specifically from the actress who said she's going to be Ellie. They told her, does that sit well with y'all? Am I crazy? I I can understand why they might have said this, and it just might be, hey, you know, because you think about it, especially with the first season, the first season is going to be the first game. And you know where they end up, and you know all these things. It could affect your performance. So it's like, hey, if, how? Chris, don't, if you don't play, Chris, if you don't play the game, you get Chris Pratt. I mean, come on. That's really? why this bootleg Chris Mario Pratt never played money. Mario in his whole life. But, um, <laughs> but no, I think it's, it's probably because they're like, Hey, we want to give you a script for this episode for this week. And we want you to be focused on what is going on with that character in the moment. Not necessarily about knowing things of where it eventually goes or ends up. So, you know, it, it's probably just to help the immersion. Like, Hey, don't play our game right now. Or maybe they also say it because of her age. I don't know. <laughs> that could also be why. But, um, you know, it, it's an interesting take. Obviously, it's not like they could stop her, you know, but hopefully it delivers. I just hope she gives a great performance. That's all I hope. You know, from what we've seen so far, this looks like HBO is going all in and probably be the only time in my life that my parents might watch a show based off a video game. Right. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So this headline. I got, sidetracked. Now is- I got sidetracked. I should pay attention 400% times better. Is this me? Yeah. It's you. <laughs> you should also pay attention 400% times better. I am a head of meat. <laughs> Sound like that. Chris, use it for the best of. <laughs> <laughs> Sony is producing way more PlayStation 5 consoles than it was last year with new figures showing a 400% increase in shipments year over year in the U.S. And the proof is in Sean's room. It's right there. It's a, right. Huge, a huge spike was noted in the stats for shipments 
in the U.S. in September, which generally bodes well for folks trying to find one. So if you can't find one, it's entirely due to your inefficiency as a human being. You head of meat. Well, I'm I'm very when I read that final line, I'm so glad I'm not an inefficient human. I got mine. You know what I mean? This was this was a this was designed to be a pot shot at you. Because you at that point you didn't know, right? Because I surprised. At this you. point, it, I, not only did I know not know, at this point you had no PlayStation 5. Not true. Well, what was it? Well, Wasn't last month like the first time since launch that PS5 was the top selling one here in America? Because they actually had stock just, you guys for so <laughs> long it was it was just over us that you just can't get stuff you just can't get it you just you can't even if you want it so bad you can't get it and it's like and it, it's like we're gonna tell our grandkids you know about this time in our lives the covid and the, the difficulty the inflation and how difficult it was to buy all this stuff and your kid will go well what did you guys do well we just sent around memes and stuff yeah well mike <laughs> our, our friend mike in the chat wants an xbox 4090 <laughs> that's a funny inside joke because john uh while the playstations are becoming more available uh there was a new gaming graphics card that everybody's showing off called the 4090 Mm-hmm. And this sucker is as big as, like Chris said, the Xbox Series S. Yes. The graphics card. Why is it that big? Because it's the greatest graphics card of all time, and that's also what she said. Because apparently it can do 4K at like 120 with Cyberpunk. <laughs> Jeez. Right? Yeah. It's crazy. But look, even with that graphics card, there's a good chance Chris wouldn't be playing. So I'd have to ask myself. Why isn't Chris playing? Well, what, Sean? What is it? What's he not playing? The answer is simple. The game I'm talking about is Overwatch 2, and that game has suffered from two, not one, John and Chris, but two DDoS attacks on its launch day. According to a statement from Aaron Keller, here's the quote, we're steadily making progress on server issues and stability, as well as working through a second DDoS attack. We're all hands on deck and we'll continue to work through the night. Thank you for your patience. In addition, between server errors, broken account merges, and a strange SMS requirement, the launch was shaky at best. Here's another quote. First, we want to apologize to our players. We expected the launch of Overwatch 2 to go smoothly. We hold ourselves to a higher standard And we are working hard to resolve the issues you are experiencing. Yeah. Um, Uh, For the record. Blizzard games games don't launch easy. They never do. (laughs) Like ever. Did the original Overwatch have any issues with launch? Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, it's just a natural thing that happens with these games. Like Sean and them were playing Lich King. Or Josh was playing uh, Lich King Classic. The first day it came out, right? And the biggest servers on there, it was like eight hour wait. Yeah. Something like that to get in. Yeah. It's just, that's what happens. Um, but as far as the other parts, um, I do have it downloaded. I haven't tried it yet. I've heard it's gotten better. They did take Bastion and one <laughs> other character offline. I'm not sure why. I'm not sure if that's because of gameplay or something to go on with this. Um, But, you know, we'll see. 
my guess is that once you get into the nitty gritty of it, it's just going to be, hey, yeah, it's Overwatch because, you know, it doesn't really feel like this part of the game outside of it going from 6v6 to 5v5 is going to be somehow drastically different um, from its predecessor, right? It's obviously being made at the time was being made for money and to get this as a free to play game as far as the multiplayer is concerned. I'm I'm almost like more tempted to wait around until they actually ship the single player and to see what that is before I start to look at it. But I do have it downloaded. I'm playing to check it out. But of course, I decided to play a bunch of Rocket League this week for some reason. I don't know why. Well, my my question about Overwatch, if if you guys remember, if you if you if you go back with me, I think it was 2018, 2017, 2018. Game of the year 2016 or 2018? You nodded your head to both. <laughs> 16. <laughs> so this game came around about six months to a year before Battle Royale started to take over the world. And my question, not necessarily to you guys, you guys are welcome to comment on it, but I'm just wondering if Overwatch 2 aside from its hardcore fan base, has the ability to be sustained long-term. Um, or maybe uh, or maybe they casually waited for the hope that Battle Royale would start to kind of go down. And I guess it has a little bit in its novelty, but, I mean, there's still some... There, I mean, Fortnite is still big. Um, what's the other one that's still big for, I think, EA? Apex. Apex. I'm just wondering if if this if this if this can exist in the in in where battle royale still exists. Yes, um, you just have to get over the idea of one. If they want this to be Fortnite, it's not going to be Fortnite. <laughs> Nothing is going to be Fortnite, right? Um, this is still you know, while it's not the most popular game, it has a healthy base out there. It'll be out there. Generating. Yeah, people were excited for the second yeah. game to come out. You know, it's going to generate money for for Blizzard. It's just going to be another revenue, and this is why they went to this, right? So they can continually make money off of the off of people. Um, I think it's just more of what happened to them, and they realized this is like Overwatch is when you really think about it, the last only online multiplayer game of the shooter genre that was priced initially at 60 bucks, right? That wasn't Call of Duty or Battlefield, right? And right afterwards with the rise of Battle Royales, it just quickly became apparent those days are over. If you want a game that's only online and that's where you exist, it it needs to be free to play. Warzone makes tons of money because it's free to play. Isn't that crazy? You know, PUBG <laughs> makes money because it's free to play. Rocket League not not a shooter makes money because it's free, but you know, that is just the way this is now. So I think they knew they had to transition to that. They just had to figure out what the model was. Um, and that's so Overwatch why is free to play. The multiplayer is free to play. Is there a, is there a main, is there a story mode? There's going to be a single player. It's coming later. And I'm guessing that will be priced unless of course, once this transaction is completed, I would imagine that Overwatch will, that single player will be free on game pass. Mm, 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 mm. So, okay yeah. cool yeah yeah i have no uh nobody's asked me but i don't plan on playing it you want to come play it sure i'll be over there in five 
<laughs> Chris, we have arrived. Finally this week it's spooky cause it's Halloween. Jeez. Oh, it's not Halloween yet, John. <laughs> it's Halloween month. John is this. Spooky. Is it my turn? Right no, here? it's my turn. No, it's Chris's turn. He's got to do double duty. Do the thing. Yeah, John is fine. Don't fall on your face, literally, John, because it's my turn to tell you that. It's my turn. Platinum Games says it is sorry about the impending shutdown of Babylon's Falls servers, but also notes that it will not impact any future live service plans. According to Platinum Games CEO Atashi Inaba. Nope. Okay. Quote, the only thing we can commit comment on here in terms of closure of Babylon fall service itself is that the, this unfortunate conclusion might have been something that had triggered some disappointment, perhaps maybe even anger to our dedicated fans and players. Any disappointment that we might have caused our fan base is something we feel extremely sorry about. The fact that we let our dedicated fans to feel that way as a developer uh, providing any sentiment other than enjoyment and fun in our creations to players is something that we're not happy about at all as a developer. Uh, he did not go into further details about Babylon Falls shutdown, saying that any other information would have to be divulged by Square Enix. He only added that there is a lot that they learned from this experience. You know, and, this reminded me of. <laughs> when a train totally mince meated that one person in the beginning of the first season of the boys. And he was just like, my bad spoilers. <laughs> well, there's two, there's, there's two observations here. Number one. Uh, in, well, I should add in case anybody didn't know, there was this game called Babylon's fall and uh, it did not do well. In fact, they pulled this game off of all stores, Sony, Xbox, all of them. I thought, I should double check that, but I'm pretty sure that's the case. Um, Platinum is one of those studios where they are either brilliant or they fall flat on their face. And I think more so they're brilliant than, than this, but the last thing they wanted, if they were really trying to get back with Xbox to finish this dragon game, I forget the name of it. You know what I'm talking about? Um, whatever it's called scale bound. really scale bound. If they really wanted to try this again with Xbox, this did not need to happen, but it did. And this is, I mean, this is basically um, one of those unfortunate circumstances where you partner with a big publisher and the publisher doesn't like what's happening with your game. And here we are. Um, there was an article today. I think I saw that, um, Nintendo and Platinum is really happy about their relationship with Nintendo. I think they're really circling the wagons of the partnerships they already have in place. Hopefully Bayonetta 3 is amazing as it always is. It should be. It should but be. this kind of stuff makes you just kind of, you know, you never know what you're going to get with, with, a, with a Platinum game. I love Platinum games. I think they do a lot of great work, but 
I guess we're, I, I think we're never, I think we're ne- Neville. I think we're never going to get scale bound. <laughs> I think we're Neville Longbottom. Uh, Neville. <laughs> Neville. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. I feel That's bad funny. for the 20 people who bought this game, but. This game looked really cool to me. I understand what the reviews were, but this thing looked awesome from my point of view. Yeah. But now that they've completely abandoned it, I can't buy it. Way to go, those folks. They're sorry, I, though. I just, I'll just have to keep playing Godfall. Ugh. You're the guy. Huh. I'm Ugh. the guy. <laughs> you know, guys, this has been a great show. But Good night, everybody. I think we need to wrap it up. Never. Just to be safe. All right. Electronic mail from the future. All the way from the What the? What is that? That was amazing, ladies oh, and gentlemen. It? You just witnessed amazingness, <laughs> and I got to see it visually. <laughs> It was great. Uh, this is the part of the show we call emails, but it really is your part of the show. Uh, you get to send us content and stuff and talk to us. And we talk back to you. Uh, talk to me. I talk back. That's a T-Pain song. Buy your drink. Hashtag. Um, but if you want to send us an email, this is where we start off. Weekly games chat at gmail.com is where you want to do that. And we've got quite a few we're going to try to read real quick. I don't think I should read the first one. I think you are. You or John should, Chris. To me, John? Sure, man. Okay. This is from Alejandro. He tiled it, old man chat. (laughs) Gentlemen, I am shouting so you can hear me over the sounds of Sean's PS5 fan. As a boomer, I am glad that games now have accessibility (laughs) options since my reaction times aren't quite what they used to be. My question is, has age affected how you play games compared to, say, 10 or 20 years ago? Sluggishly yours, Alejandro, sent from my rascal mobility scooter. So uh, I will answer his question this way. Alejandro, I'm glad I'm glad you put this email in all caps because my eyes aren't what they used to be. I love how Chris didn't read from where it was sent from until he read where it was sent from. <laughs> but dude, you I, you know, Chris, Alejandro, people who have listened to what Chris just did, I don't think we could hear me over that PS5 fan. <laughs> That's some is loud. I tried. I'm telling you. But uh it so if you caught the intro, I'm not I'm, sure that's his PS5 fan. I'm just going to say what are, what are you what are you saying it might be? <laughs> the uh the parts to fix the fan noise is a this is QN Papa Roach last resort <laughs> is uh gonna be here Freddy. Gonna be here Freddy. As far as this get- question, uh age has made me terrible at games. 
<laughs> yeah. We have a friend who thinks that age does not affect his gameplay, and he's kind of proven it by the way he steamrolled through games. Um, but for me, I just I kind of don't want to play games all the time anymore. I still want to play them a lot of Mike time, says, but not Mike all says, the time. Mike says it doesn't. Yeah, yeah that's why just, his career in uh, in online gaming went so well. You know, he's still up there at the heights. He's, hey, I, I do want to pivot real quick because Nacho's in the chat. My anniversary was on the seventh of October. I celebrated sixteen years of wonderful marriage. Nacho got married so nacho now before he was a single man you know as far as a marriage goes now he is married so congratulations to nacho ordinary gamer head boy i tried so hard to stop him (laughs) yeah because every man out there says you know what i no longer want to make my own decisions right i want to make sure that i put myself last Uh, John, do you want to read the will, uh, or do you want me to? It doesn't matter. Is it the will to kill gaming? Yes. Oh, is that the okay? I thought that was like a a spam. <laughs> Let's see. All right. Welcome back, all. Hope you had a good time off. Been a while and got to get caught up. This email will count toward at least three Thanos snap threats. Sorry about the pain. I get that. I hurt my back. And as for someone who doesn't call out of work, I woke up and couldn't barely roll over to grab my phone to email my supervisor to say I wasn't coming into work. I also got called for jury duty. Man, wow. he's, re- he's relating to all of us. Yes. I had to spend all day last Wednesday in, in day one of selection sleep for three hours because who can do right who can go right to sleep and then get up for work in New York state. As I assume in many other States, I could have called out, but like I said before, I don't call out. Plus I get court pay and my regular pay. So win, win, right? Yeah. Now I should have called out because I got to work and found out that the other two workers called out. Oof. And then had to go back in for day two of jury selection all day. Luckily I got dismissed. Yay. There was a position I had been looking forward to that took most of the summer to do the application for that I just got out. Those chose someone. Oh, I I get the gist. But they chose someone else with more experience. They didn't even review my portfolio, but what can you do? Exactly. That's Uh, finally. What? That was nasty. (laughs) Yeah. Finally broke down and bought a laptop and all the streaming equipment. I needed to start a real stream, still fighting with sound issues, but no more PS4 to Twitch streaming. So if anyone has any tips or info on Streamlabs and Razer products, hit me up. Tomorrow, I am meeting with the university's esports coordinator to start at least helping or potentially take on an actual position to my hopes to boost my experience and also get my start in some kind of professional video game fields. Nice! Very good luck to you, sir. P.S. Rip Overwatch 2 Day 1. Screw you who invented DDoS attacks. Hope all is well. Hope all is well. Gordon, a.k.a. The Will to Kill. Nice email, Gordon. We appreciate it. Game on to you. I'm glad you're caught up, sir. Uh, The Will to Kill. Don't watch the Dahmer series on Netflix. I don't want you getting any ideas. See, because he had The Will to Kill, Sean. There you go. Yeah, and eat people. Uh, next email is an employment update from John Marcel. Hey guys, thank you for the advice y'all gave me last week about being unemployed. 
I've already gotten another store manager position for more money at another carrier, and I'm very happy about it. There you go. Yes. You didn't quit. That was, I think John gave you some really sound advice, but hey, we're back and we're booming, right? Working in this industry, I've met a lot of people. So I called some of them and I was instantly pushed through and hired and at a higher pay than my last company. Heck yes. I do want to say there's no better feeling than watching the store I ran so perfectly burn to the ground. The profit is tanked. They had $2,000 worth of product just uh, go missing and failed an audit. I hate audits. Don't you guys? Ugh. All things I was able to manage. I know it's probably bad for my own mental health, health obsessing over the failure of that store. But my best friend still works in the company and man manages another store. So he keeps me in the loop. I like being in the loop. Reflecting back on it, the best thing that that company did was fire me. I may have gotten, I may have forgotten to mention I worked for a third party dealer, not the actual carrier. So when word got out, I was fired. Corporate management management was calling me saying the dealer made the wrong choice. I was even offered a job as a sales rep at a corporate store which was okay since no manager positions were open, but I decided I needed a break from that company. And then, of course, he told us what's happened since then. Anyways, I'm very excited to have a fresh start with a new company. My store is even nicer than my old one. That's a that's a win-win right there. I also had a thought. I've uh, I've been binge playing Destinately, Jesus, Lord, Destiny lately and thought it would be hilarious to watch a stream of you guys doing the raid or other various activities. Maybe when the new expansion comes out, that can be an idea for you guys. Thanks for the support, John Marcel. John, uh, kind of start where you ended. If there's anybody that's going to play Destiny, it's your boy. Chris is out. John doesn't even know how to spell Destiny. Okay. Um, Destiny's <laughs> child? Yes. There you Beyonce. go. Beyonce. Um, yes. Here's the deal. I, I would love because we we actually rage when we do raids. We like get angry. We want to figure it out and all that stuff. It will be fun. I've not done it in a while. That's what she said. And uh, you know, we'll see. We're very happy that you got a job. Do you guys agree? Am I just speaking out of my? You know what? Can y'all chime I, in and I, say I, something? I, I'm happy I secret, for. Him. I secretly wanted him to struggle so he could take my advice. Oh, true. That's, that's no, true. seriously, that was. I mean, it's. Um, just, I'm glad he didn't have to take my advice. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, you reading the next one or you still need a minute? Panda Claus. Yeah. Uh, so that's a yes. He's going to read it, John. Panda Claus wrote in and said, what up, Weekly Games Chat crew? What up? What up? Hopefully y'all are doing well and on your A-game for this week's episode. My question is, what is your favorite in-game DLC event holiday memory? With the holidays coming up, I look forward to all the items and events going uh, certain games have, like Apex, Fortnite, and whatnot. My fondest memory has to be That's playing Undead Nightmare for Red Dead Redemption 1. For an already huge, amazing game, Undead Nightmare was the icing on top. What? Finding the legendary Chupacabra was an experience. Stay smooth, fellas. Pantaclon, or Pantaclaws, and he sent this. From your iPhone, your spelled E. Yeah, I never played the Undead Nightmare, but I remember people loving that. That oh yeah, for that's sure, a great DLC. Um, um, uh, favorite DLC is probably 
the second Witcher expansion. Um, something about wine. I can't remember the name of it now. It's escaping me, but that is one of my favorite DLCs I've ever played by far. But due to a holiday? Uh, I don't know. About, That's I the tie in, Chris. Yeah. That's why he brought well, he up said, he said game DLC slash holiday event. You look at it. DLC or event holiday memory. Yes. So it has to be a DLC or an event tied to a holiday. <sighs> Let me explain to you what this means. So like World of Warcraft, Halloween, Valentine's Day, Christmas, they have end game events. They bring out stuff. So I'm going to go ahead and tell you my favorite event was the, uh, you can, you can be a Richard, Chris. I'm trying to save you. <laughs> has to be the Valentine's event. And it's because I got consumed with getting, uh, attempting to get amount that only comes during those times of years during those events. Uh, but I do love as you start seeing this stuff in the game change, they put out full, uh, pumpkins or, you know, Christmas lights and wreaths or heart decor. All that's really cool. And uh, to me, World of Warcraft takes the cake on that. If we need yeah. a holiday one, uh, GTA Online, always uh, right Christmas, it starts snowing in, yeah. in San Andreas, which is just funny, you know, because it's California. Right. <laughs> but yeah. that's always fun. They do a lot I wonder of cool if, uh, stuff. Red Dead 2 has anything. I don't know. I haven't been online for, for Christmas. John, do you have anything? No, nah, not you, really. John, do you play games? No. <laughs> Where am I? Do you Who finish games? I? Head of meat, John. So who's going to read uh, Jawan's? I think John has to, right? He's up next. Hello, up. everyone. Hello. Sorry, I haven't wrote in a few episodes, and I actually had a funny thing where I wanted to Photoshop a picture of BWGC. We're a bi-weekly game chat, John. <laughs> <laughs> head of meat head of meat since y'all took a week off and call it bi-weekly games chat we should do that we but should unfortunately, actually be bi <laughs> i have been very sick for a long minute now severe debilitating oh, no. migraines coupled with throwing up facial tics and weakness Ow. so next step is to work with a neurologist to listen to the podcast when possible as you guys shine an uplifting light on most things, sorry for the old man chat, and hopefully I will feel better to write more. Anyways, keep up the great content, and I wish you guys truly the best. Greatest podcast in the world. Uh, sent from Yahoo Mail on Android. <laughs> but uh, uh, when, when you go, and number one, mo more seriously, I hope things turn around for you and hope you feel better soon. For sure. Uh, yeah. But what your, what your neurologist is going to say is, he's going to say, well, have you listened to Weekly Games Chat? It's because we took a week off, guys. We did that. It's uh, on us. I got bad news. We're going to probably take another week off at some point. At some point. For sure near Christmas. Hopefully next week. It's when the <laughs> music extravaganza comes out, Chris. We take that week off. You do all the heavy lifting. You don't even let us be guest speakers on your, you know, your little acclaimed show that I created for you. I said what I said. It's out there now. It is what it is. Run the tape back. The tape got snapped. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, uh, <laughs> tape refers to something called a VHS. And those were what you used to stick in a machine and it would play your movies for you. 
I was referring to like the audio more tapes. you know audio tapes, John, not video VHS tapes. So those were known as uh, cassette tapes, and you, you would, just called them tapes. Put them in a tape deck, and <laughs> and it would play your music for you. Uh, fun fact: This year, we're know. not taking off during that because for 14 days, while these two guys sleep, I'm just going to do 14 days of NBA 2K coverage. We're going to talk about exciting things about the difference between the diamond tier tier cards and the gold tier cards. If he does that, it was a good run. We love you. A uh, small Richard. I'm going to keep Jawan alive. <laughs> <laughs> but Jawan, legit thoughts and prayers your way, my friend. Thank you so much for the support. And uh, write in whenever you can. We love hearing from you. For sure. The, the next email is called small Richard. This is from, uh, let's go with Sean. We're going to go with Sean because that's all I know to say. Hey, boys. This is when you guys would say like, hey, hey. what's up? Hey. Uh, so I only caught a few minutes of last week's show live. I got busy doing weld stuff at work. Ooh, welder. Nice. Nice. I listened to the rest on my way home from work, and it sounds like me and Chris are the only ones heartbroken for the last tour on the Dead & Co. That'd be coming. It's sad, but Bob, Weir, and friends have just absolutely crushed it. So I'm thankful for them. But I do have a question for y'all wondering if you guys have played Cyberpunk since fresh up, since the fresh update. Have we mm-hmm. played it? I myself came back when I got my Series X and noticed the new update. And I have to say it's way better. Or did you guys come back from the anime? It seems a lot of people got turned on uh, when they saw that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll be in chat, so let me know. Remember, boys, watch each card you play and play it slow. Mm. That's what's up. Question, Sean. I like your quick. swagger, Sean. Uh, for question for the for for Sean when he wrote in, did you point out that you had to go do weld stuff to just point out how much manly Man flex, you are than yes. us? Yeah, hey, because it worked. Well, yeah. I'm a welder, John. I don't I mean, know if you know this. The Dead Company Nation, Grateful Deadheads. You know, they're, they're blue collar men. You know, we're, we're they, men of the people. We, we, you know, we are in touch with this nation and we are connected to it. Not like you corporate fat cats who sit up there listening to your new jazz and your, in your, in your, you know, your Harry Styles's and all your, your BTS's. Cause that's, we know that's what you're doing, John. No, me and Sean, we're down here. We're welding, making things with our hands. You know, and just listen to some classic Jerry as we, you know, get those good vibes. I know for a fact that Sean hires people to weld his PS5. True. And also, like, just like Cherry Garcia ice cream, not the actual, you know. <laughs> for the record, update on that. Tickets go on sale tomorrow morning. Do you and know I've, what? Do you know where yet? Yes, I've, I'm in the pre-sale for it, John. So you know the days you're it's just us next year, John, because Chris is out. I will tell you now. So it's the week of um, it's the week of Memorial Day weekend. That Sunday night is when I'm going definitely to Atlanta. But they're also going to Charlotte and Raleigh that week. You had, dude. That's what I'm telling you right now. Don't kick yourself and not do this. I probably am, and I'm gonna probably also look later that summer when they go to New York because I've kind of always wanted to see Birmingham has a new theater stadium thing they might go to. No, that one is bringing in some big acts. What they didn't trust me. Uh, I've seen the act. The line. (laughs) I know. I'm just. Yeah. You don't. You don't have. Chris, you did not just have to Chris that situation. I was trying to help you, sir. 
But uh, I am also thinking about going to New York because every year I watch these legendary sets and scenes from City Field, like where you know there's like eighty thousand people in the stadium, and it just looks fun. I would like to see that. As far as Cyberpunk, and I hope you get your tickets, man. Yeah, Cyberpunk. I have it downloaded. I have not refired it up. Um, I'm looking for a place. Is what I would say, like a time where I can be like. All right. And it might be it might be Thanksgiving week because I'm off that week. That might be when I finally go back and give it another try. Are you guys going to get it now? I'm thinking about it. Are you? I, I, I want to play it, it. Yeah. It might be a uh, a Christmas game. Or... Yeah. Because I, too, am taking the week of Thanksgiving off, but I'm going to be down in uh, in Orlando. Orlando? Yeah. Why? I'm going to be going to the Harry Potter world thing. Why? Thanks for the invite. You're not invited. And I've already told you, John. We've, we've been to Orlando together before. Why that would you not take me game? back? That was. <laughs> I don't understand. Why don't you love me? You see, Sean, Disney, Disney Dreamlight Valley exists for you not to have to go to Disney World anymore. I'm not going to Disney but World. Un- I know, but unfortunately, Hogwarts Legacy is not out yet. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so if you want. You gotta go. You gotta go. Look, I have know you, you want. Before? No. Oh, man, it's awesome. I know you, you mean. You will not believe it. It is better than anything Disney does. I have a friend who's like, all right, so Hagrid's ride is a motorcycle. Are you going to be okay? And I'm like, yeah, I'll be all right. He's, he can joke with me like that. I'll be like, yeah, I'll be fine. I told you about the time. <laughs> Wouldn't it be it. funny if I got on it and just freaked out PTSD kicked in? Did I tell you about the time that when we went, we went into whatever that pub is called. I forget what it's called. Hogsmeade. Uh, Hogsmeade. And I ordered. Uh, Butterbeer. Butterbeer ice cream. <laughs> and Clarissa said, can I try that? And you know, Clarissa, she, she reads the books like yeah, once a it's year. It's got to taste like, like she read. Yeah. She, she said. She take she took she took a bite of it, and she got emotional, and she said, "I knew I'd always like butter beer." <laughs> Sugar. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna hopefully have some good times, some good memories. Ollivander's wand shop. It will select one person, Man. and you get a free wand. I learned about this today, and they'll do a whole experience. Hey, Dude, uh, uh, hey, John, you to have your wand. wait, so wait. What were you doing the week of uh, Thanksgiving? I just told you. Me? I, I said, John. Oh. Oh, the week of show up in Orlando with me. We're just going to be low key staring. <laughs> I'm like, hey, oh, oh, hey, Sean. Me, John, and I got selected to do the thing. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> Sorry, Sean's child kick push up. <laughs> that would be. Hilarious. I plan on drinking a little bit too while I'm down there, boys. Uh oh. Just putting that little tidbit out there for the you might get some crazy text or Instagram posts. You're hey. gonna come back to the show dressed in a wizarding robe of wand, <laughs> and you're gonna have a lightning streak going down your head. I can't get this thing off. Uh, they told me it was, you know, temporary. <laughs> Just a nerd. <laughs> in fact, what they said about what I said when they were doing um when they when they were setting this park up they they had like the they had the world's some world-class chefs come to rolling's house and pitch to her what they imagined butterbeer to be and so she actually tested all this stuff 
and pick the one that she said was what she imagined, which I think is essentially kind of like butterscotch. That's yeah. kind of what it, it's kind of what it tasted like. Yeah, I can't wait. I That's can't good wait. stuff. So if I get, if you get a selfie from me drinking some butterbeer, you know what's up. I want to see you drink butterbeer <laughs> in the nude. Yeah, what? we got we got. One oh my more. god! Just, and SoFly is going to be down there too. Uh, he says there's actually a tattoo shop in City Walk. Mm. Nice. nice. So if I come back with some HP t- uh, tattoos, bros, that's what's up. We got one more, guys. We do got one more email. Yeah. No. Uh, and I'm actually glad because earlier in the chat, uh, one of our listeners had thrown out like, hey, it'd be really cool if you did this as, as a topic. And I was like, I'm just going to be straight with him and tell him there's probably no way we're going to get around to doing that as a topic. So he should instead just email his question to us and we'd be glad to answer him. And here's our answers now. Uh, this comes in from Vendetta, a.k.a. Joe, and he says, hey, fellas. What up? Still listen every week since 2017. So he listens. You in the DJ horn. He listens from the before time. <laughs> before Chris ascended the mountain and snapped his fingers. Chris put the <laughs> ring into the mountain, dude, and it burned it. Look, you, bring, you break my commandments. I'm going to delete. Everything I can. This is true. This is true. Yeah. Still listen every week since 2017. Thanks for keeping up the entertainment for us every week. Quick question for you guys. Halloween is the best and everyone loves the spookies. What are your guys favorite spooky season games? Currently I'm playing days gone and digging the zombie vibe for this time of year. Hoping it doesn't destroy my PS five quote, or I'm sorry, quote parentheses, pretty sure it was crashing everything when it first came out. Ooh, wow. I didn't know about that. But uh, let's see. My favorite Spookies games, uh, one of the classics that I believe they actually just put back on the um, on Game Pass today, Costume Quest and Costume Quest 2 is always just like a really fun, double fine game. I think just encompasses how cool Halloween is as far as the stories. If I want to get a little bit spooked and have a little fun down memory, memory lane, I, I asked myself, what's it like to be a ball sack? And I remember there's a game <laughs> for that. And then I go do that. <laughs> I, uh, I'm sure I'm missing something. Uh, limbo. 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 That's limbo. same people. Yeah. Limbo. That one has some some definitely spooky vibes, but like spooky. playing around Halloween, I like I I know that I'll feel like playing something more. There's a VR game I want to play, and I think it's because I'm starting to think about Halloween, and it's called Phasmophobia. Mm-hmm. I heard the game scary AF. Yeah, because you're like ghost hunting in VR, and you can actually that just jumped out of my hand. You can actually do it with friends. I want Chris to get it, and we I think we can link up, but he won't do it. Um, oh yeah, another game I'm seeing on Reddit. What remains of Edith Finch? Oh yeah, that was another That's kind of spooky one. game. That was spooky. John, do you have a spooky season game? Luigi Luigi's Mansion Three. Oh, dude, that's, that's it. That's call. mine. Pog Pog Game Time winner. Yeah, because that came out on Halloween when it came out. Bam, 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 yeah, bam. there it is. That's the winner. Yeah, for sure. 
And uh, Chris, Chris did you, you still- play that? Did you play that? I did not you play the third Switch. one. Though. Man, you really would. I think you really would enjoy that game. Can I borrow your copy? copy? I don't have it anymore. Traded. I've, I've got it. Can I borrow your copy? I it's trust actually, you. I think it's on sale right now. For forty eight ninety nine. Hey guys, if you buy this, we'll give you a one dollar coupon back. We're thinking of you. Love Nintendo. Nice. <laughs> Sean, you're giving us dead air here. So what? What am I supposed to do? You're supposed to look up the twitters in the. I am. Are we good for that now? Yeah. Okay. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it's been 376. You did. I I was zoned out. I was actually seeing a a mention we got that says Q John, and I wanted to see what it was. So if you said we're done with emails, or if I was supposed to just be the pro and pivot, I failed. You failed. But I'm now being a pro and acknowledging it. If you uh, ladies were... and gentlemen, we're also on Twitter, and simply you can find us at Weekly Games Chat. This week we have one notification that's from at Bravo Twenty Four Actual. It says CC at Weekly Games Chat, and then it says Q John. This tweet that is Q John is from uh, a Twitter user by the name of at Shoe On Head, and it says interesting future we're heading towards, and it is a picture of. Um, Marvel Studios basically stating that it will not be releasing physical copies of Disney Plus shows. And that was from comicbook.com. And also, uh, Amazon deleted my final space digital purchases of season one and two. My video library has been wiped clean of final space content, WTF. And then this was Amazon Help's response. Hello. Hello. Your purchase titles may become Hello. unavailable due to licensing restrictions or for other limited reasons. You can read more about this here. Hmm. So didn't we kind of talk about that? How like that could happen? I know. Yeah. I think it was last week. You only think you own this. You yeah. don't own anything. Get over it. Move on with your life. <laughs> I I downloaded this house. <laughs> The house is, is awesome. And the lighting was fantastic when we started the stream today, by the way. It got dark. <laughs> it got it got all. Um, ladies and gentlemen, we also have ourselves a fancy Discord uh under the weekly game chat moniker this week. It's uh sad to say there are no emails there, and that's fine. You know, it'll be all right. Just want to let you know that it is there. Right. If it is, if you do actually come to the uh, Discord, you would have seen that our Steam bot would have told you that we went live today in case you had forgotten. Uh, and I'll tell you right now, our general chat is lit all the time. Uh, we got some regulars in there, and it's pretty pretty cool, pretty cool. I'm not going to let you uh, steamroll the fact real quick that John just said a Kendrick Lamar lyric. That has I, to be noted. I know. I know. <laughs> you can may, uh, you may now continue. Uh, <laughs> Before we wrap up and I do the thing where I point at Chris, we do want to say uh, rest in peace to uh, an iconic actress. Uh, Angela Lansbury passed away today at the age of 97. Uh, of course, she was famous. Six, I think. 96. She was uh, known, of course, for uh, being the voice of Miss Potts in Beauty and the Beast, but also Murder, She Wrote and things of that nature. Uh, she's actually, when they mention her, it's Dame. Angela Lansbury, so rest in peace. Uh, thank you for everything you've brought us. For sure. Um, and that's it. 
That's it, Chris. I think it's time. Unless there's anything else you boys want to add to cue the music. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Weekly Game Chat. It has been episode 376. And remember, wherever you get your copy or your download of this episode, please leave us a review and tell your friends about it because then we can grow and everybody can have fun. We can be friends. Uh, if you want to send us an email, of course, you can do that, as we just said not too long ago, to weeklygameschat at gmail.com. We are on Twitter at Weekly Games Chat, and we have a vibrant Discord community that we'd love for you to join. Thank you to everyone who paid attention and uh, not paid attention, sorry, tuned into and participated in our Twitch chat today on twitch.tv Weekly Games Chat. We hope to see you there one day. Uh, I look to John and Chris like I do every week, and I say, game on, boys. It's been fun. Game on, Sean. Game on, John. Game on, Sean. Game on, Chris. (laughs) Peace out, everybody. Your mom's box. Head of meat.